This is Football Nation. Todd DeVries and Bill Enright bring you the latest trends from the NFL. Headlines, stats, fantasy previews, and more right here on Football Nation. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Football Nation Radio. It is week 12 of the National Football League. I'm Bill Enright and Todd DeVries, and we are uh, with me is Todd DeVries, and we're here to break it down. Uh, everything that's going on this week. A crazy week in the NFL, as it is always, Todd. Uh, somewhat of an exciting game tonight. The Colts and the Titans on Thursday Night Football. Well, hey, this is another measuring stick game for the Colts, Bill, because just when you think they're legit, they uh, poop the bed. Yeah. Like last totally. week. So can they rebound? You know, Do we believe in the Colts or not? We'll be talking about that during the show today. We've been hating on the Thursday night games throughout the entire uh, year so far because they've been just just such letdowns. There's not a lot of hype going into it because it's such a short week, and we know the teams aren't as prepared as they possibly could be. Uh, we're coming into this game. Andrew Luck has never lost back-to-back games, and we saw the Colts lose to the Indianapolis or to the St. Louis Rams last week at home. And the Tennessee Titans—they lost last week. They gave the Jags the first win. Uh, which team do you think has the, had the bigger surprising loss? Um, well, I think because of the injury to Jake Locker and the fact that the Jags are just kind of due, that game wasn't a ridiculous shock to me that they okay. won, that they lost. I mean, the Titans lost. When you lose by 30 points to the Rams, that is a shocking loss. Mm. I mean, the way that the Colts played last week – was just it was mind-boggling. I couldn't be, I couldn't believe it. So, to me, that was by far. You know, they were at home, Bill. They were at home against the Rams, and they lost thirty-eight to eight. Do you think that loss to the Rams is going to be tougher to get over, get past for the Colts than it is to for the tight for the Titans losing to the Jags? I mean, the Jags were winless at the time. I don't know. I mean, uh, here's the deal: the Colts, the Colts have the Titans two two times in the next three weeks. Yeah, and sandwiched in between is the Cardinals. This is a good time for the Colts, who are six and three, right, um, to win these three games and kind of secure their spot in the playoffs. Um, these are three games they should win, Bill, and I think that they'll rebound fine, and I expect them to win tonight. Do we trust Trent Richardson? No for fantasy. Per- whoa, whoa. Didn't even get it out. I do not <laughs> so, trust. So quick. I do not trust Trent Richardson um, at all. All right. And, uh, you know, some interesting news with Trent Richardson over the past uh, 24 hours, too. Yeah. Apparently uh, a little bit of a sex tape with a couple different women. Yeah. Yeah. So TMZ interesting. Uh, either, someone, either someone contacted TMZ or TMZ is shopping it around. I don't know which one, but that that is pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, could this season have gone any worse for this guy? I was watching NFL AM this morning, and Steve Weich was on, and he was saying that he was talking to some of the people inside the Indianapolis Colts, and he's like, you know, the Colts didn't didn't realize uh, he's not as fast or as quick as they thought. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> they just realized it now? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I thought that was pretty funny. You know, hey, we uh, we got to eat a little crow on this because we bashed the Browns when they made the trade, right? How they're giving up on the season after two weeks and yep. all this stuff, and yep. 
And uh, they're looking pretty smart right now. They sure are. So, uh, you know, but just when it can't, I mean, do we trust Trent Richardson in fantasy circles? No, no all way. Right. Okay. And, you know, now he's got all this other stuff to deal with. I mean, just a nightmare season for Trent. Uh, two other primetime games this week, much better than the Thursday night game, Todd. Sunday night, we'll have the Chiefs and the Broncos. Chiefs are Ooh. trying to stay undefeated. Yeah, we're looking forward to this matchup, aren't we? Uh, absolutely. I mean, we get to see this twice in three weeks as well. Um, we've been waiting a long time for this one. So let's find out if the Chiefs are for real because they haven't played too many great teams yet, Bill. That's Which is true. amazing considering it's almost Thanksgiving. I know. Beat up on the NFC East. Yeah, pretty much. Andy Reid is 13-1. and one. The team is coming off a bye, so that's certainly in their favor. Do we think Peyton Manning's ankle injury? We think it's a real injury, or is it just an excuse, just in case maybe KC comes in and rolls over what? the Broncos? What do you mean an excuse? Yeah, sometimes, you know, they look back at it, oh, well, Peyton Manning. You know, like an excuse that, that the media would, would bring about. No. Not 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 saying the Broncos are using it as an excuse, but do you think after the after the game, if the Chiefs win in Denver, people are going to look to Peyton Manning's ankle and say, you know what, he wasn't a hundred percent healthy. They if if they played again and Peyton was healthy, it would be a different outcome. Because we'll I hate I hate when that kind of stuff happens. Hey, if he's if he's visibly limping around out there, then you know you could see that being used as an excuse. But if he looks fine, then no, that's not an excuse. I mean, it's too early to tell, Bill. I mean, that's, you know, we'll find out. we got to watch the game. If you can ask me that question on Tuesday, mm. you know, if they lose the game to the Chiefs and he's gimping around. Okay. If that's the case, then maybe there is some legitimacy to it, but we just don't know right now. We all know that uh, Dwayne Bowe, the Chiefs wide receiver, got arrested on Saturday night for driving 48 and 35, which is really not that fast. But I believe he also had a few grams of marijuana on him. The Chiefs aren't Sonic, Bill. I heard about that. (laughs) What did he ask the cops? That yeah, the cops pull him over for speeding, and you know they found some pot in his car, and uh, he's like, "Well, I'm just you know, where's the where's the nearest Sonic?" Sonic's not even good. Do you like Sonic? Uh, Are you a big fast food guy? I'm not a huge fast food guy. Nah, me either. But I don't like Sonic. The only thing that I do like from there. Uh, is there a peanut butter fudge milkshake? Probably one of the best best milkshakes I've ever had, actually, in terms of, you know, like just a – not like anything special. Just p- straight peanut butter and fudge, they do a good job with it. Okay. And then there's Cinestacks or Cinesnacks. They're like fried fried little cinnamon, cinnamon balls, I don't know, <laughs> with frosting. They're delicious. All right. But other than other than that, their menu is terrible. Like I had, remember when they were doing those commercials for those hot dogs with the bacon and the pretzel dogs? I had one. You're really into food, man. Oh, (laughs) yeah, Todd. Hundred percent. The the pretzel dog commercials, they were terrible. Such a letdown. They were gross. I didn't even finish it. I actually gave the pretzel dog to my dog. dog. There you go. I, you know, I can't, I can't uh, speak to any of this, Bill. I haven't been to a Sonic in years, so. Hmm. Uh, my wife likes Sonic, but usually it's like when we're road tripping somewhere, driving down, you know, driving like a eight-hour trip somewhere, and we're trying to find something to eat. That's usually when we do a Sonic. Wendy's, McDonald's, it's okay. I'm not big on Taco Bell. I'm not big on Burger King. I don't live in California, unfortunately. Otherwise, I'd probably be at In-N-Out three, four times a week. Yeah, that that's legit right there. That, I don't consider that fast food. Like five guys, I don't consider that fast food. 
Yeah, it's a Shake, different... Shake Shack, it's a little bit different, you know? Yeah, it's a notch above. Yeah. All right, so back to football. Sunday night, Chiefs <laughs> and the Broncos. Um, you How think... did we get off on that tangent? I don't know. I, I for... Oh, Dwayne oh, Bowe. Oh, Dwayne Bowe. Stupid Bo. Dwayne Bowe, yeah. No. So Dwayne Bowe is going to be in action. The, the team is not going to suspend him. Uh, do we trust Dwayne Bowe this weekend? No. All right. How, well, Dwayne I'm... Bowe? <laughs> you don't Why think would we maybe trust Dwayne Bowe? A, 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 well, I think... Fantasy? We're talking fantasy? Yeah, to be honest with you, here's what I think is going to happen in this game. The game's in Denver. The Chiefs are going to put up points. I think that I, I excuse me. The Broncos are going to put up points, and I think the Chiefs will have to put up points as well in this game. In the game two or three weeks from now, when it's in Kansas City, I think it's going to be a little bit of a reversal. I think the the Chiefs' defense is going to come alive. I think it's going to be a low scoring game. So in this game, I, I do think Dwayne Ball might might see some more action than usual. His best game is sixty seven uh, sixty seven yards receiving. Yeah. Best game. Yeah. Over under. Um 67. I I'm, I'm going to go with the under on that. And is he going to score? Yeah, I, I think he gets in the end zone. So what? The 58 end zone. yards and it's a score? Yeah, not bad. 5 catches, 58 yards and a score, is that what you're looking at? Yep. Yep. Uh, I don't think he's going to score. Um I do think he'll catch balls for about 50 some odd yards. So what? Dwayne Bow, he's just not even a factor. You know, Dexter McCluster's hurt. Donnie Avery doesn't do much to impress. I don't know. I just think the Chiefs are going to have to try to score points. I, I think the last couple of weeks they've been playing a little bit conservative, and I don't think they'll have that opportunity this week. Uh, you know, I don't know. I kind of fell into the Chargers trap last week. Uh, they're going to have to score a lot of points against Denver. So maybe okay. it's, maybe it's me not wanting to get burned twice in a row with that mindset because I got burned by Phillip Rivers last year, last week. I mean, the Chargers did put up 20 points. The Broncos yeah. just didn't put up that many. It was, only, it was 28 to 20. You think they're going to put up more than 28 on the Chiefs? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. No? No. I feel like they just Chiefs play D's so much legit, better man. in Denver. I, I understand Chiefs defense is legit. I just feel like they play so much better in Denver. Uh, all right. I don't know, man. Um, are, the, are the Chiefs capable of scoring a lot of points? I don't know. We haven't seen it yet. They scored a lot on the Giants. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that's saying. I mean, really. even last week or two weeks ago, they had a bye last week. Two weeks ago, you know, they didn't score an offensive touchdown. Mm. Still won. Denver at home. Let's see. At home, forty-five versus Washington. Thirty-five Jacksonville. Fifty-two Eagles. Thirty-seven Oakland. Forty-nine Ravens. So yeah, at home they're scoring a ton of points. Um. Scoring a ton of points in pretty much every game, anyway, Bill. Yeah, but I hear what you're saying. I don't know. I I'm not uh, I'm not gung ho on Dwayne Bow. All right. Uh, the third primetime game this week is Monday Night Football: Panthers and the Patriots. Another game we're looking forward to. Oh, this is a good one, Bill. Um, you know, we talked last week. This time, watch the Panthers because they they were on a little roll. We weren't quite sure whether to go all in with them yet or not. We said, hey, if they go up to San Fran and play well, they're legit. Well, they went up to San Fran, played well, won a slugfest, and you know, they're right in the thick of it, Bill. And um, now they go on the road. Or actually, no, it's at home, right? It's The Patriots are on the road um, at Carolina. Patriots are coming off a bye. Belichick, like Andy Reid, has a nice record after a bye week. What mm-hmm. is he, 10-3? and three? 
Uh, um, Andy Reid. Belichick. Belichick. Yeah, Belichick, 10 and 3. Yes, I'm sorry. Andy Reid's like 13 and 13 1. 13 and 1. Yeah, before. crazy. Yeah. So, you know, the question is, Bill, the, you know, the Panthers are streaking, and, uh, you know, are they going to let let down now that they're in the national spotlight? Are they going to have a little bit of a letdown this week, or are they going to keep rolling along? I don't know. You know, it's certainly possible to think that, you know, the Panthers travel to the West Coast, beat the 49ers. Everyone's talking about them now. Now that they're coming home, they're playing the Patriots, well-rested, coming out of the bye, as you mentioned. I could see things going not in Carolina's favor. Five in a row for Carolina. And, you know, take out the Niners game, which was a close game on the road, you know. Before that, the four wins, 35-10, 30-15, 31-13, 34-10. Just, I mean, that's four blowouts. Mm-hmm. So... I think they're going to give the Patriots a good game this week. I think if the the it, the only problem is if you're a Panthers fan, is Patriots are coming off that bye week. Give them a chance to get even healthier, and um, that's the scary part. It's hard to pick the Panthers because the Patriots are coming off a bye week. Right, and we know the Panthers' defense is really good, maybe top three in the NFL right now. But do we give Brady and Belichick a full almost you know a week and a half to prepare? For this Carolina defense, for guys like Gronk and Amendola to get healthier, Shane Vereen probably coming back in action. That's what I think you're right, Todd. I think that's what Panther fans and the Carolina team should be worried about. Yeah, uh, that's that's the, that's the concern there, that the schedule doesn't fall great for the Panthers for those two reasons. Like you said, Patriots coming off a bye, Panthers coming off a West Coast trip. It doesn't line up perfectly. Um, I still think they're going to play well, but... Um, I'm going to, you know, I don't know if we're doing predictions right now, but I think the Patriots win that game. All right, so let's rank these primetime games. Okay. Uh, the third game, third best primetime game, Colts-Titans. We agree on of that course. one? All right, and then who's who's one and two? Uh, you know, I want to see Denver and the Chiefs. We've been waiting a while for this. Oh, interesting. Okay. I'm going to go Denver and the Chiefs are, my, are the, the, game to, the number one game to see. And then Panthers-Patriots number two, and then uh, tonight's game three. Just in third. I'm excited for the Panthers and Patriots game only because the last few Monday night games, going back to the Giants and the Eagle, or Giants and the Vikings, I think even the game before that, and then last week we had the Bucks and the Dolphins, just been terrible. Like the Sunday night game, I, I think we it's feel always is, is always good. And Easily, this one yeah. is probably the best one yet. So I'm with you there. But at least Monday Night Football, I, I love it, and I'm glad it's kind of getting back on track here with, with a really exciting game. Well, I hear you there. That's actually a pretty good point. Yeah. Monday Night Football, the matchup's been so bad. Wh- who do we have the last couple of weeks? Dolphins, Bucks, terrible. Just absolutely awful. I mean, the Bucks were winless at the time, and everything going down with Richie Incognito and Jonathan Martin was the main storyline for the, for the Dolphins. So that game was a bust. Right. Week before that, you had... Um... The Bears beating the Aaron Rodgers-less right, Packers. Packers. I barely watched that game. As soon as Rodgers went down, I turned it off. Monday before that, you had Seattle f- beating the Rams 14-9. to Terrible, terrible, terrible game. Other Week than before that-, that, you had the Giants beating the Vikings in the worst game of all. I was at that game, and even I was bored. All right, and that was Adrian Peterson coming off the tragedy. Right. Um, the week before that, you have to go all the way back to October 14th, where you had a good matchup. You had the Chargers and Colts. Chargers and Colts. Okay, I remember that. Game. Chargers beat the Colts. And that was right. actually a pretty good matchup at the time. Yes, it was. Um, you know, before that, you had Jets Falcons. Uh, you had Saints crushing the Dolphins. Right. Not a lot of action on Monday night. No, nah, you had the Broncos beating the Raiders. Bad. And Bengals beating Pittsburgh. 
And then you had the doubleheader to just kick off the year, going all the way back. The Eagles, right. Washington, and Houston, San Diego. So, right. you know, right. it's been a month since they've had a good game, a good matchup. And hopefully, you know, hopefully it's a good game. But I still think that, Bill, I mean, come on, we've been waiting a long time for the Chiefs. Yes, the Chiefs right. still have not played anyone with a winning record. Dallas and the Eagles are 5-5. Five and five. Those are the two best teams that they've played. Yeah. Record-wise. Hello? Yeah, I mean, uh, you're right. <laughs> um, I was, I'm just trying to think of anyone that is, is better than the record uh kind of indicates but hey your record is what your record is well you, you are I mean, you're you are what your record says you are i mean look at here, here's who they've beaten they beat this is the chiefs jacksonville dallas eagles giants so they crushed through three of the uh, nfc's foes titans oakland texans browns bills terrible I mean, they have yet – we've talked about it at nauseum. They've yet to play Denver twice. They've yet to play San Diego twice. And those are four legit games in our book. And plus, they got the Colts. So they got five of their last seven games are pretty tough. Yeah. You know, the other two are Oakland on the road, which, you know, Oakland on the road, who knows, and Washington on the road. So at least those, even those two games, you know, not the greatest teams, but they're on the road. Right. How many games are the Chiefs going to lose in their next seven, Bill? Uh, i got to look at their schedule. Right, Want to do it? Want to play win-loss? Here we go. I'll go through it with you. I've got it in front of me right now. All right. At Denver this week. Loss. San Diego at home. Win. Denver at home. Win. At Washington. Win. At Oakland. Win. Colts at home. Uh... And that's a huge game, week sixteen. Yeah, that's a big game, man. I'm gonna give the I'm gonna give the Chiefs the win in that one. San Diego on the road. I'm gonna give the Chiefs a loss. So you're saying they're gonna go fourteen and two? Yeah. Yep. Wow. Hmm. Who do you think they're gonna lose to? Do you think they're gonna lose to the Broncos twice? I think they're gonna lose. I think they're gonna go four and three. All right, so they lose to the Broncos twice and the Chargers once. No, I think they lose a game that they shouldn't lose. They're gonna lose. They're gonna lose to the Chargers once, Denver once, and they're gonna lose to Redskins, Raiders, Colts. One of those three. How are they gonna? They should have They should have lost to the Bills last week. Two weeks. Why? Ago. Why? Why? Because they could not. They couldn't score a freaking touchdown. Their defense took care of it. <laughs> What's wrong with that? There's a lot wrong with that. <laughs> what do you mean? They generated 200 yards of offense. So. Can't do that. They got outgained five hundred to two hundred against the Bills. The, all that matters is they outscored their opponent. It doesn't matter I'm how just many saying, yards they all had. All that stuff, you're not going to get away with that. It's second half. I Chiefs, are, Bill, you've talked about it. You were right on the Chiefs. I was wrong. I said they weren't. I said they were going to be most improved in the league, mm-hmm. but they weren't going to make the playoffs. You said they were going to be most improved in the league and make the playoffs. You're going to be right. I just don't. I can't see them going fourteen and two. I just can't. I could see them going 14-2 and two and then maybe getting to, you know, second or third round of the playoffs. I don't see them as a Super Bowl team. I just don't. Well, why not? They can just score all these defensive touchdowns, right? Well, I just I, – <laughs> listen, the same, the same reason why I think they're going to lose – I just – the same reason I think they're going to lose to the Broncos and the Chargers is the same reason why I think they'll lose in the playoffs. They'll end up facing the Patriots or they'll end up facing the Broncos. But to tell me that they're going to lose to the Raiders or the Redskins, you're out of your mind. One of those three. 
Nah. Or the Colts? Not at home. If the Colts, listen, this Sunday, December 22nd, even just saying that date sounds cold. Colts are used to playing in a dome. They're going to Kansas City. That place is loud. I think the Chiefs win that game. And they're not losing to the Redskins, and they're not losing to the Raiders. Chargers, Broncos, Chargers, those games they have to worry about. So if those three losses are coming from anywhere, it's coming from within the division. So they're going to be the number one seed then in your book. Yeah. Because Denver, well, they have one loss now. They're going to have a second loss to, per your prediction. Yes. And then, you know, they've got to play the, at the Patriots. they got to play San Diego again. So I'm assuming you're thinking that the Broncos are going to be like 13-3. and 13-3, yeah. Hmm. Okay. I'll tell you, and if the Broncos can win in Kansas City, then you can hand them the AFC Championship. The AFC Championship? Yep. No no Patriots. You don't worry about the Patriots? My Super Bowl team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the Patriots play the Broncos. Oh, you're saying AFC Championship game? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, okay. I thought you meant they're going to just... Yeah, no, no, no. Okay, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But that that home field is going to be crucial. And I think, you know... There's a lot on the line this weekend for Denver. They don't want to play in Kansas City in the playoffs. That's why it's the best game of the weekend, bro. Yeah, you're right. The Patriots-Panthers doesn't have a lot of playoff implications there, other than both teams need to win to stay you know, in the hunt for a bot or yeah, a, a berth. Yeah, it's a different type of playoff right, implication. Right, right, you right. Know. right. Um, but you're right. And it's, you know, just the mere fact it's AFC versus NFC, not nearly as important. I'm, I'm fired up. That game is going to be phenomenal. Um, yeah, Chiefs Broncos and what's the line on that game? You know what the line uh, is? That's a good question. I gotta log into this thing. It's such a pain in the neck. What for, to get the line? Yeah. Hold on a second. <laughs> well, what else do we got while you're while we're doing that? I've, I've got. It I I cleared my schedule for uh, the line is wow. The Chiefs plus eight. Plus eight. Yeah, over under forty nine, which is. The uh, second highest scoring game of the weekend, according to the books. Uh, I'm going. Redskins and Eagles is 53. Just to put it in perspective, that's the highest scoring game. I'm going under on the Broncos game. Okay. I don't think the Broncos are going to get more than, you know, 27 points, 28. Yeah, and the Chiefs could get 24. They won't. All right. You have no faith in KC. What's the line again? Eight? Eight. That's a tough line. Yeah, it really is. I wouldn't touch that line. I was... Uh, they're, uh, plus, they're plus 300 to win outright. That's crazy. Really? Undefeated. They're undefeated. They're plus 300. Yeah, in Denver. Yeah. That's just... Huh. A lot of crazy lines this weekend. The Patriots are plus 120. Plus, huh. they're getting they're getting two and a half on the road. Over under that game is forty six. Oh, I hope it's not a low scoring weekend. I cleared my schedule on Sunday, cleared it. I have my anniversaries on Friday night. My I have a wedding to go to on Saturday, so I made sure that nothing is happening on what Sunday. What anniversary do you have? Well, my girlfriend and I have been together a long time. But you aren't married yet. We've been dating since high school. So it's a so, dating anniversary? Yeah. Uh, 
We actually just finalized the place that we're going to get married to tomorrow, uh, yesterday. Hey! Oh, what a... Writing that check was fun. Uh, we'll need 30% of your of your final bill. I'm like, whoa, 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 hang on there, pal. We're not getting married until, until 2015. He goes, yep, 30%. I was like, oh, my God. Really? <laughs> yeah. What what month is it? Uh, well, we did it in March, March 2015. So no one, wants, like 18, no one wants to hear about this. 18 months from now? I'm, I'm just trying yeah. to get a sense. It's like yes, 18 yes, months from now, the guy wants 30%? Yeah, can you believe that? Did you negotiate like, him down? Yeah, of course I did. Todd, what do you think this is? Amateur hour? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, hang on there, pal. Yeah. This is what we're going to do. Yeah. Here's a 20. Yeah. <laughs> Hold the room, please. Do you like my friend Benjamin Franklin? <laughs> uh. All right, so, so yeah, you cleared so schedule, your schedule. My schedule is cleared on Sunday. Despite yeah. your, your uh, anniversary. Yeah, we're going to hibachi. I love hibachi. Nice. Told nice. you, I'm a big food guy. Well, I mean, are we going through in the show? Are we wow. going to have a chance to go through? Because we love to break down what games we'll be watching at what times and all that. Yeah, we you can do, do that, that later. Or you want to do that now? Let's do it right now. All right, because we, right. we you you're a big uh, and I am too. But we we like to talk about you know the four o'clock games Eastern time versus the one o'clock and yes. what we're going to be doing and you know did the schedule makers screw us over again? Absolutely. And all that stuff. All right, so uh, forget about tonight for now. Sunday, the 1 o'clock games, Bill. I'm going to rattle through them. You tell me which games are must-watch. I can only tell you there's only one, but go on. All right, which one? You want me to rattle them? Eagles-Redskins. That's the only game to watch. You aren't into Browns-Bengals? No. Jets-Bills? Jets-Bills? No. Ravens-Bears? No. Raiders-Texans? No. Cardinals-Jaguars. It's a shame that that Pittsburgh... These games are terrible, Bill. They're they're so bad. It's a shame that Pittsburgh's not better because I really do enjoy watching the Lions. But Pittsburgh's just so boring to watch. Redskins-Eagles, that's the only good game. Cardinals-Jaguars? Terrible. Falcons-Bucks? Terrible. Awful, awful, awful string of games. Good thing the primetime games are so good this weekend. Because the one that's... o'clock games, the first string of games this weekend, they suck. One out of eight games, interesting. And it's crazy because there's only two teams on by this weekend: the cowboy, the Cowboys, and the Rams. So you'd think that there'd be good, some good matchups, but they're all on prime time. All right, move, so let's move, move over to, to the o'clock. second set. Yeah, here are the four o'clock games. There are four of them. Yeah, Chargers at Dolphins. No, Niners Saints. That that's a good game. Packers, Giants. Boring. Vikings, Seahawks. Boring. Wow, this Two is Two good awful. games. Yeah. Yep. Awful. It really is. How is that possible? <laughs> I don't know. Like, Redskins, Eagle, have... Redskins, Eagles better be really good. Like, you couldn't. I mean, there's two teams on by, so you couldn't have given me 30 teams and made it any worse than they did for these 1 o'clock games. Like, right. That's, those matchups are just terrible. Well... I think originally the Packers and the Giants were supposed to be the Sunday night game. Yeah, they flexed they, out. They it. got flexed out. Thank God for flex. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, we just talked about the Sunday and Monday night games are great. So there's four good teams there. That's that's half the reason that the other games stink so bad. Yeah. You know? And then you take Dallas out of the mix, and Dallas is always kind of fun to watch, whether you love them or hate them. And you put the Colts on Thursday night. So now six kind of – 
marquee teams are out of the mix, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then this, you're left with what you're left with. Even Washington, Philly. I mean, that's could be entertaining, but it, those teams aren't going anywhere. Well, I'm, I'm just looking at fantasy purposes. Yeah. Yeah, fantasy wise, I mean, I don't know. The Eagles have let us down quite a bit. Uh, this is this is a weekend where, you know, last weekend we didn't have a lot of points. This is a weekend where the matchups may not be good, but you you may get rewarded in fantasy for you know some of your studs, like. Marshawn Lynch versus the Vikings. That should be a really great game for him. But you don't want to watch that game. Right. Um, you know, Calvin Johnson versus the Steelers. That should be a good game for him. But you're not going to watch that game. Redskins and Eagles, you'll want to watch it. Probably. Yeah. We said the same thing when the Eagles played the Cowboys a few weeks ago. And it was uh, yeah, that's true. 17-3 to three or whatever. That's true. So Matt Barkley was in most of the game, though. Matt Barkley. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, 1 o'clock, 4. Well, hey, 4 o'clock, the Saints uh, Niners game's kind of, you know. I, yeah, that one's a good one. Yeah. Or at least it should be. Yeah. Although, we'll have Kerry Byrne on later on the show from coldhardfootballfacts.com. I'll ask him about Colin Kaepernick. I bet he goes off on how bad Kaepernick is playing this year, which is crazy because last year, in terms of Kerry's stats, Kaepernick was great. This year he's terrible. So we'll ask him about that. That's coming up a little bit later in the show. Uh, we'll also go through our Week 11 matchups, uh, talk about our, our fantasy football rankings at ffchamps.com. Going to go over our best buy and overpriced players at draftkings.com. We have another exciting contest this week uh, for Week 11. It's only $10 to enter, $500 in cash prizes. And yes, I forgot to say hello to our producer, Josh Deering. Josh, you should just speak up in the beginning of the show and say, hey, guys, I'm here. Because well, otherwise, I forget to say it. Well, guys, we're trying to get the phones up and running here. So I'm in the other studio, putting it into the fridge, the call screener, taking it yeah, out hold of the on, fridge, hold on a second. screw it back in. Back up for a second. Explain to the listening audience what you mean by putting it into the fridge. Oh, the call screener unit we have tends to overheat. And even though we've left it off since we last used it, it wasn't firing up today, so we decided to put it back in the fridge and see if that will work like it did last time. So you moved so, over the gallon of milk, and you just took put out the, the eggs. You took out the eggs, put it in the fridge. Put it in the fridge. We just took it back out. We're uh, reinstalling it now, so we're going to try and get it working again. Uh, Josh, you know, for those who don't know, the call screener is kind of like a cable box. It's kind of similar in shape and size. Yeah. And you have all these screws plugged in, and it's, and it's connected to this big mount, and it has all these electrical wires connected to it. So you had to go through all that, unscrew all, all all the necessary things to get it out of the mount. You're putting it in this fridge. Now, the last time this happened, it worked. It, it was did. like a miracle. It did. We're uh, hoping the same thing happens this time, but we'll see. All right, so we're going to take a break. Uh, we're, we'll let you know if the phone lines come back and, and they're working. If not, you can always uh, hit us up on, on Twitter. At FF Champs, at FBall Nation. You can follow Todd at CFF Geek. I'm at Bill Enright. And you can also email us, radio at footballnation.com. We're taking your fantasy football questions throughout the entire show. When we come back, though, overpriced Best Buy players for our Week 11 contest at DraftKings.com. You don't want to miss it. That's all coming up next on Football Nation. Football, football, and more football at footballnation.com. 
Hey, this is Bill Enright from the Fantasy Football Champs. I want to take a quick minute to introduce you to our new daily fantasy football partners at DraftKings.com. DraftKings.com is a new way to play fantasy football. No more losing your best player and watching your season go down the drain. At DraftKings.com, you draft a new team every week and win huge cash prizes. Here's a true story. Last year, one guy won 100 grand in his very first football contest. $100,000 the first time he played. Sign up now with promo code CHAMPS and get a free contest entry once you deposit. Again, that's DraftKings.com. Promo code CHAMPS. Good luck. ColdHardFootballFacts.com Insider will change the way you look at the game of pro football with our groundbreaking quality stats. These are stats that have direct correlation to winning football games. The proof is in our performance at Cold Hard Football Facts Insider. We analyze every team and pick every game every week straight up and against the spread. Cold Hard Football Facts Insiders have gone 500 or better against the spread in an incredible 72% of weeks since the start of the 2009 season. Visit coldhardfootballfacts.com, click CHFF Insider, and uncover the statistical secrets that separate winners from losers in NFL games. The proof is in our performance. Become a Cold Hard Football Facts Insider today at coldhardfootballfacts.com. You know who wasn't surprised when the likes of Tom Kaepernick, Alfred Morris, Doug Martin, and RG3 took the NFL by storm last fall? The guys at collegefootballgeek.com. That's who. Collegefootballgeek.com has been the nation's premier college fantasy football strategy and advice site since 2008. We're in the business of identifying fantasy gold at the college level. At collegefootballgeek.com, you can run mock drafts against the mighty CFG computer, customize your own fantasy cheat sheets, tap into our experts for advice, and keep up with the latest player news for all 124 schools. And the best part, it's free to subscribe. So whether you want to dominate your college fantasy football league, or if you simply want to get an edge on your NFL fantasy leagues by identifying tomorrow's fantasy stars today, check out collegefootballgeek.com. Win your fantasy league and your trophy too. It's FF Champs, FF Champs for you. News advice, rankings, and expert advice too. FF Champs is for you. FFChamps.com, ensuring you win from draft to playoffs. FFChamps.com, extraordinary results for fantasy football dominance. Football Nation, the pulse of NFL fans everywhere. All right, welcome back to Football Nation. I believe the call screener is now working. Josh, is that correct? That is correct. You took it out of the fridge, you plugged it in, and it's back up and running. Yeah, we already got a caller on the line, too. 855-478-7030 is the phone number. You can email us, radio at footballnation.com. We're going to get into our best buys and overpriced players in just a little bit. But I do want to go to the phone lines where I believe – who's on the line? Who's on the line here? Josh in Virginia. Josh in Virginia is on the line. Let's bring on Josh and give him a, a quick help for his fantasy lineup. What's up, Josh? What's happening, gentlemen? 
How's it going? First call of the day. Glad you tested out the phone lines before we even got to it because we were we were worried there yeah, for a no, second, I but it's all good. I give it a shot, man. Yeah, but, um, absolutely. Quick question for you guys. I got Aaron Dobson in two leagues. Um, one of them in the first place, so I'm not really in danger of missing the playoffs in that one. The other one I'm tied for fourth, and this one I'm playing against the guy that I'm actually tied with. Um, the question is, Aaron Dobson, should I start him over Daniel Amendola? And in the other league, should I start him over the struggling and somewhat injured Victor Cruz? I know you should start your studs, but I don't even know if Victor Cruz is really worthy of stud status anymore. Absolutely not starting him over Cruz, and I'm not starting over him Amendola either. Not okay. not even considering it. To me, not even debatable. Really? Yep. You don't think he's going to come with a couple touchdown grabs against Carolina, maybe? Is it a full-point PPR league? Oh, it's, it's non-PPR standard. I just think Amendola gets the ball more. Dobson may have the touchdown, but I think Amendola gets about 80 yards in this one. Remember, before this game, before before the Patriots were on a bye, Dobson had 130 yards and two touchdowns against the, against the Steelers. But before that, his best game was 63 yards. So we don't know how much the, the Patriots plan on using him. Panthers' defense is really good. I, w- I would take Cruz over him, and I would take Amendola over him. No question about it. I appreciate it, gentlemen. Thanks for all your help this year, man. Really, really enjoying the show. Really enjoying the subscription, dude. Appreciate that, Josh. Yeah, Best of luck to you this week. I agree with you, Bill, uh, especially on the cruise part. Can't can't start over cruise. I mean, what, what do you think about Amendola in the non PPR format, Todd? Ah, uh, eh, eh. You're yeah. banking on him to get 80 yards because his eight catches doesn't mean anything. I know. That's why I, I, you could debate. Yeah, you know Dobson maybe you know catching a bomb. I mean Amendola's not catching any bombs. Um, you could debate maybe Dobson over Amendola, but no, I, I'm with you. I mean, no doubt with Cruz, you could argue Amendola, but I'd still go with Amendola. They're coming off a bye. You got to hope Amendola's probably going to be as the healthiest he's been, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, the bye had to help. Yeah. So anyway, so we'll, we'll see, but. Uh, I'm with you on that one. Uh, let's go to the back to the phone lines. 855-478-7030. We got our good friend Ali in Florida. What's going on, Ali? Hey, guys. How's it going? It's going great, man. What do you got for us? Uh, congratulations, Bill, on your upcoming wedding. Oh, th- yeah. Th- thank you very much. We'll be looking out for that next season. <laughs> it's uh, it's a long time coming. A lot can go wrong between now and you. March of 2015. I got the date circle on my calendar for you. So um, I've got a starter question for you. Pick three of the five with one uh, of my tight ends. Uh, Vernon Davis, uh, Jordan Cameron, Andre Brown, Le'Veon Bell, Ben Tate, full PPR. Uh, Let's talk about Vernon Davis here for a second, Todd. Yep. You know, the concussion situation is just so mind-boggling to me. I don't understand it. Apparently, he's already passed the protocol for being able to participate in non-contact drills. So he's out there practicing, but he's not doing any kind of hitting or anything yet. My guess is he plays this weekend. Yeah. I guess so. So I got I got Vernon Davis at 7. I have Jordan Cameron at 8. Uh, you're going to have to run through me, your running backs. I heard Andre Brown sure. and I heard Le'Veon Bell. So does that mean you're picking Vernon Davis? Assuming he's all clear, practices Saturday, go with him over Cameron. I, w- I would take him over Cameron, yes. Okay. I'm not sure if I trust Jason Campbell, really. Uh, um, 
Um, coming out of a bye, I wouldn't be so sure to, to knock Jordan Cameron just yet, only because, other than Josh Gordon, he's really their only weapon. Sounds good. Uh, my running back, uh, again, full point PPR, is Andre Brown, Le'Veon Bell, and Ben Tate. Uh, Bell and Brown. Okay. Leave Ben Tate on the bench versus Oakland. Makes sense. Appreciate it, fellas. No problem. Best of luck to you this weekend. Thank you. 855-478-7030 is the phone number. Radio at footballnation.com is the email, but I think we really should do this, Todd, next. The uh, Best Buy Overpriced Players. I know people love it. I know people are winning a lot of money. In fact, uh, one of our callers, I believe last week or two weeks ago, it was uh, David P., a.k.a. Pitta, a.k.a. G-Unit 12210. Not only one-hour contest, but he went on to win the week... Uh, this past weekend, the Week 10 qualifier. So now he is in that big Week 16 million-dollar grand finale. So I want to give a big congratulations to him. Very proud. I hope, you know, he's playing against uh, Perio 4 and I believe Bodog, both of our, our FF Champs homeboys. But at the same time, you know, one we got three guys in this big contest. I hope one of them wins. I don't care who wins. I just hope one of them wins. One of them. Just one. We got to get one, Bill, because you need that commission check to pay for your wedding. Twenty. I, I had to lay down the thirty percent, so thirty percent of a million that that would take care of my wedding and my honeymoon. <laughs> yeah. Where are you going on your honeymoon? Uh, we haven't decided yet. Yeah, okay. Probably Hawaii. I have so many air miles. I have like two hundred. I have a ridiculous amount of miles. My last job, I flew every other weekend, and I always chose. And they didn't expire. They don't expire. Those miles. Nope. 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 There you go. No. Uh, so anyway, G Unit's uh, lineup last week. He had Rivers, Peterson, Mike James. He won his his qualifying contest despite having Mike James in his lineup. Uh, really? That was pretty impressive. Yeah. Luckily, he had Brandon Marshall and, and uh, Demarius Thomas. They saved him. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. So we won even with Mike James in the lineup. Uh, let's get to our best buy and overpriced players for this week. Again, the contest, $10 to enter. There's 50 open spots. So the first 10 people, it's great odds. The first 10 people get in, uh, get get cash. They get cash back. Uh, first place is $116 plus a qualifier. Second place is $100. Everyone else gets a mix of, of $25 and $20. Okay. All right, so what's the uh, best buy quarterbacks, Todd? I got Four quarterbacks here. I got three quarterbacks here, and then one best, one uh, absolute. It's actually not even an absolute steal. If you if you look here in the note, I, I see this. I'm reading I put, this. I put not a steal, but crazy inflation at quarterback. The quarterback pricing this week is out of control. It is so out of control with the amount of money that you need for quarterbacks. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, let's go through the best buy QBs, Bill. Okay. You have RG3 against the Eagles, 8,200. Yes. Tom Brady against the Panthers, 7,400. Yep. Uh, Wacko for Flacco against the Bears, 6,200. And it's really just because of the price. Yeah. So those are the three, the top three best buy guys that you, you like. And then I have not a steal, but crazy inf- inflation at quarterback, Geno Smith against the Bills, $5,700. Okay. You know, the quarterback pricing this week, you got Breeze and Manning at t- and t- and 10 grand. And then the third quarterback's Nick Foles, 8,800. Russell Wilson, 8,800. Cam Newton, 8,800. Stafford, 8,700. Dolan, 8,500. 
So so Griffin at 8,200 ends up being like the ninth-ranked quarterback. That's what I'm going with. Case Keenum, 8,000. Rivers, 7,800. Crazy inflation. Yeah, I don't get it. Then my high-risk, low-price player is Mike Glennon, $5,600, because the Falcons, they stink. <laughs> yeah, they do. Moving over to the overpriced uh, quarterbacks, Bill. You've got Andy Dalton against the Browns, 8500 Yep. Case Keenum against the Texans, 8000 He He's placed with the Texans. You did it again, Bill. Oh, son of a gun. <laughs> against the Raiders. It's... <sighs> I'm you dyslex- do this every time to me. It's because I'm dyslexic, and I you, just, you plant it. You plant these in, inside no. this this sheet. <laughs> it's when so that I'll look like an idiot when I read it off. No, it's when I'm doing the the way that they the way that DraftKings has the matchup. They have the player. They have it's just no weird. excuses, Bill. I know the next one too. You you put Colin Kaepernick against the Niners. Oh man, come on now, Bill. You know he's playing against the Saints. Who are the editors that proofread this stuff? You. Oh. <laughs> So let, let me let me do this again. Three overpriced quarterbacks: Andy Dalton, eighty five hundred against the Browns. Yeah. Case Keenum, eight thousand against the Raiders. Correct. Colin Kaepernick, seventy three hundred against Saints. That, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> Colin Kaepernick is uh, turning out to be quite the bust. And you know what? That Saints defense is really good, and I just don't trust any quarterback playing down there in the Superdome. Yeah, it's in the dome. That's a tough one. Um, tough to trust anybody in the dome right now. Moving over to the best buy running backs, Bill. I'm going to read these very carefully. There you go. So that you don't trip me up. All right. Marshawn Lynch against the Vikings, $7,500. I got that one right. Frank Gore against the Saints, 6800 On the other side of the ball, Pierre Thomas against those Niners, 5600 That's not a bad – that was going to be my absolute steal, but then I found a couple other uh, better options. Okay. Andre Ellington against the Jags, 4,800. Mm-hmm. Absolute steal is? My absolute steal of the week at the running back position is Chris Ivory against the Buffalo Bills. Remember back to the last time the Jets and the Bills took the field, it was Bilal Powell who rushed for like 185 yards, something ridiculous. Right now, Ivory's got the hot hand. I think the Jets ride him against Buffalo. Interesting. High risk, low price, running back. Who you got? Mark Ingram versus the 49ers. Their defense is not that good against the run, and he's only $3,200. To see him rush for 145 yards last week tells me that Sean Payton is going to have a little bit more faith in him than he usually does. So you'll notice, I have Pierre. This is a test. This is a test. This is an emergency test. I think an alien spaceship just landed on my head. Oh, that was brutal. Wow. I, apologize. I apologize for anyone's eardrums that we just blew out. Well, it's time guys, to put that box back in the fridge, baby. Guys, the good news with that is that when we do that, only you guys can hear that. Oh god, oh, that's really? brutal. Yeah, Are only, you sure? Because yes, it is I am so absolutely sure. Josh, it, it, oh. it is so loud in my ears that I had to take my headset off. Yeah, so did I. And when I do that, it has to it has to register on the microphone. No. Really? No, we didn't hear it at all. Oh my god. Oh well. <laughs> It's just us. I have a headache for the rest of the show now. Oh, it's a game over for me. <laughs> How do you explain that noise, what that noise sounds like? It, it's like... It's just a screw... You know when people put two microphones next to each other? Imagine hearing that at a very high level right next to your eardrum. I think you guys are crazy. Oh, it's bad. Oh, my it God. Is bad. I had to take my headphones off. I, I took them to. off. I threw them down. In uh, disgust. I was, yeah. 
I was Where were we? The, the Saints and the Niners, the running back. So yeah. I like Ing- I like Ingram for a high risk, uh, high reward, but I do like Pierre Thomas because you know what? Seven catches the last two weeks, that's PPR gold, and he had a, he had two touchdowns last week. He got seventeen attempts against the Cowboys, so they're feeding him the football, and I think they'll do that against the Niners too. So either Pierre Thomas or, or Mark Ingram, even Darren Sproles, I like the Saints running backs this week. Overpriced run, uh, running backs this week, Bill. How about Adrian Peterson against the Seahawks? Seventy-nine hundred dollars. Now, uh, let me just talk the other side of the coin on this one, Bill. Yeah, go ahead. Seahawks have given up some major rushing production in a couple games this year. They have. Uh, surprisingly, one one of them was to Mike James, and the other one was to Zach Stacy over a hundred yards. Yeah. But for but for Peterson to be ranked or priced at the fourth highest running back this week. That's what scares me. I just think your money could be well spent elsewhere. Uh, they, they, the Seahawks haven't given up a rushing touchdown in, in over three weeks. So that, that's kind of what I'm going with here. Gotcha. Just wanted to yeah. bring that up to the people. No, that's, that's a great point. You know, you and I have uh, been playing up the Seahawks D, but they have, you know, they have given up some yards to running backs in the past. That's a great A couple point. other overpriced running backs to talk about. How about Eddie Lacy against the Giants, $7,400? Stephen Ridley against the Panthers, sixty six hundred, and Fred Jackson against the Jets, fifty six hundred. You know, a lot of people are, are mistakenly thinking that the Giants are just getting ran over by by running backs. That was only in the first month of the season, with the Broncos and, and the uh, and uh, the Broncos and the Panthers. But in their last four games, they haven't let up a rushing touchdown, and they haven't let up any uh, any running back to get over ninety yards. And the Panthers, forget about it. I mean, they are lights out on rushing defense. Right. I mean, they are phenomenal. Two rushing touchdowns all year, Todd. Yep. There's only been one team. It wasn't even just one running back. There's only been one team to get over 100 yards combined. Uh, they are on fire. So I'm a little bit nervous about Stephen Ridley this weekend. That's why I kind of like Shane Vereen because of the PPR, and I think they'll try to get him out in space. But rushing the ball, no way. Can't do it. Not against the Panthers. Let's move over to the wide receiver position, Bill. Best buys, you have four of them, and then you have an absolute steal and a high-risk, low price. The four best buy wide receivers this week are Deshaun Jackson against the Redskins, $8,300. Vincent Jackson against the Falcons, $7,100. Antonio Brown, PPR Gold, versus the Lions, $6,500. And Wes Welker, another – what is Wes Welker versus the Chiefs, only $6,400? Well, you remember last week, Todd, Welker, Demarius Thomas, and Eric Decker, they all were priced at $7,400 and $7,100. So clearly the price came down a lot based on the matchup. But in a PPR league, Wes Welker at 6400 bucks, I don't care if he's playing, you know, an army out there. He'll still he'll still come down with a six six to eight receptions. He had that bad week last week, Bill. Um, and that was his only bad year, bad week of the season. Yeah, I can't see him having another bad week. Antonio Antonio Brown's the one that surprises me. I mean, you said it. He's PPR gold. Yeah, I hear you. Six <laughs> catches, five catches, nine catches, six catches, nine catches, twelve catches, nine catches, six catches. He, he's and a this monster. This could be a fun game too. You know, this, I mean, this this could be kind of a fun fantasy game. Yeah, you know what I mean. Steelers Lions. Yeah, I think. Yep. I know you poo pooed it a little earlier. Only because I, I just feel like Pittsburgh's boring. They are, but you know, if Detroit can can continue on, you know, their offensive, uh, you know, putting up points. I mean, the Pittsburghs could be throwing it quite a bit. Yeah, they might. who are they going to throw it to? This guy. 
Yeah, Antonio so, Brown. I like it. Who's your absolute steal this week? Absolute steal of the week for wide receivers is DeAndre Hopkins versus the Oakland Raiders. You may have heard a rumor about <laughs> – did you hear this? Yes, DeAndre I heard Hopkins this. posted a picture of his member – on Instagram, he quickly deleted it, and then his girlfriend denied it for him. Uh, regardless, pretty funny. Um, but DeAndre Hopkins against the Raiders, I mean, he's due for a big game. We like the way Case Keenum is playing, and if the Raiders try to stop anybody, it's going to be Andre Johnson, which should mean DeAndre Hopkins gets uh, one of the weaker corners in the league when, when the Raiders come to town. What the hell's going on this week? Is it Trent Richardson, DeAndre Hopkins, I mean, what are these guys doing? Sex sells. I guess. Who's your high-risk, low-price wide receiver this week? How about our guy Percy, Todd? $3,400. We expect him to play this weekend. Throw him into your lineup if you have a little couple of dollars left over and you, you want a high-risk, high-reward kind of guy. That's what Percy can get you. Remember, he's playing against his former team. So maybe he's come back in action and, you know, tries to uh, show off a little bit. Hmm. Maybe. We'll see. That is, that's the epitome of high-risk, low-price. Yes, it is. Overpriced wide receivers, Bill. How about A.J. Green versus the Browns, $9,700. Jordy Nelson yep. against the Giants, 7300 Golden Tate against the Vikings, 6400 And Roddy White against the Bucks, 5500 A.J. Green against Joe Hayden. I just don't like the fact that he's playing against one of the top cornerbacks in the league, and he's the second-highest-priced wide receiver this week. Calvin Johnson's... Uh, $1,000. A.J. Green, second with 9700 $1, bucks. What is $1,000? What are you talking about? $10,000? What is, t- yeah, what is $1,000? I'm so bad. You sound like my fourth grader learning learning the number <laughs> tree. Ten k, $10,000. $1,000. I do not know where I got that. <laughs> um, <laughs> A.J. Green, AJ Green's $9,700. It's that horrible sound. It, yeah, it, it, it fried my brain. brain. Yeah, your brain is, is fried. No, I'm not going to use an excuse. I'm horrible at numbers, yeah, um, which is weird because I'm so good at stats. But the problem is, AJ Green's second highest uh, price pl- wide receiver this week, just too rich for my blood. Yeah, I kind of, I'm kind of feeling you on that one. I mean, we, at FFChamps.com, we have him ranked as the seventh best uh, right. fantasy wide receiver this week. Right. How did he do the last time? Last time they played Cleveland, seven catches, 51 yards. Downer. Yeah, one of his worst games of the year. So Cleveland Cleveland is allowing the third least amount of points to opposing wide receivers. Well, Mr. Hayden, big That's reason for that. That's what it is. Best big Wikipedia profile pick I've ever seen. <laughs> Look it up if you haven't. I absolutely know what you're talking about. Um, best by tight ends, Bill. Orange Julius. He's playing the Chiefs, but, hey, only $5,700. That's not terrible for a guy of his caliber. You know, the thing about the tight ends, it's kind of funny because the quarterback's crazy inflation, and I'm not good at economics, but whatever the opposite of inflation is, that's what we have going on with the tight ends. Yeah, I, I hear you, man. There's a there's a big drop-off from Gronk and Jimmy. Yeah. Uh, they're pretty high up there, but after that, you know they're kind of reasonably priced. I had a tough, I had a tough time picking some overpriced guys, actually. Really? Okay. Well, the other best buy tight end is Jordan Reed against the Eagles, fifty three hundred dollars. This guy continues to get it done, Bill. Love him as a uh, in, in PPR format, especially. Love him. Who's your absolute steal? 
Jordan Cameron versus the Bengals, $5,100. I don't think you can go wrong with a guy that's going to catch six passes and maybe get into the end zone. And then high risk, low price, Greg Olson, Monday Night Football, only $4,200. This is a guy that has two touchdowns in two of the last three weeks. All right, you mentioned you were having a hard time coming up with some overpriced tight ends. Who you got? Vernon Davis versus the Saints. I'm a little bit worried about the concussion. Let's see if he can play the whole game. $6,000. Tony Gonzalez, I'm worried about the toe. Playing against the Bucks, $5,600. And then Antonio Gates versus the Dolphins. I like the Dolphins linebackers, 5400 bucks. Take DraftKings out of it for a second, Bill. Mm-hmm. Who would you start this week at tight end in a non-PPR, Cameron or Gonzo? Cameron. Yeah. Yeah, I'd go with Cameron. Yeah, I think I agree. I'm worried. I'm worried about Gonzo for a number of reasons, including that toe. I'm sitting. I'm benching Matt Ryan this weekend for the first time, you know, since his bye. For who? Uh, it's it's different in every league. Okay. I haven't been in a couple leagues. I'm. I, I just. I had enough with him. I've had enough. Yeah, I don't have that problem. I don't have him in any leagues. Thank God. One one league it's Foles. Another league it's um, Eli. And another league it's Rivers. So I guess I got some good options because you know Matt Ryan. Where do I have him ranked this week? I, I think he's outside the top ten. Yeah, he's at thirteen. I have Dalton ahead of him. I have Eli ahead of him. Rivers, Luck, Ryan. Okay. Just he, he's borderline with Case Keenum at this point. Okay. I have Kaepernick really low, seventeen. Wow, man. Wow. What a shame! How the what mighty have fallen, shame. Bill. Yeah, very true. Uh, Todd, we're getting a lot of emails. I think we should take a break. I want to urge everyone to check out DraftKings.com. we got a great contest. We just went over the overpriced and best buy players for Week 11. Uh, $500 in cash prizes. Only $10 to enter. Go to uh, FootballNation.com, FFChamps.com. Get in on the action. You'll see the article, DraftKings.com, best buy overpriced players. Click on the article. There's links there to get in on the contest, and I strongly suggest you do it because it's a lot of fun, and we hope you win some money. We're going to take a quick break. Kerry Byrne from ColdHardFootballFacts.com joining us in the next segment, and we'll also get to your fantasy football emails. Uh, that's all coming up next here on Football Nation. Headlines, stats, fantasy previews, and more right here on Football Nation. FootballNation.com is all football all the time. It's a one-stop shop for diehard football fans to get their football fix. NFL, college football, fantasy football, news, analysis, videos, articles, and podcasts. You'll find it all on FootballNation.com. It's a great place to interact with thousands of hardcore, passionate NFL, college, and fantasy football fans. Want to get in the game? The Football Nation community gives hardcore fans the power to share their opinions, views, passions, photos, gripes, stats, or analysis. FN has the biggest network of user contributors dedicated solely to covering football. Join our team today and instantly launch your own team, player, or fantasy football column or blog. Build your own personal brand and following with your Football Nation portfolio of content. If you love football... You belong on FootballNation.com. Simply sign up for free at FootballNation.com and become a citizen of Football Nation today. Hey, this is Bill Enright from the Fantasy Football Champs. I want to take a quick minute to introduce you to our new daily fantasy football partners at DraftKings.com. 
DraftKings.com is a new way to play fantasy football. No more losing your best player and watching your season go down the drain. At DraftKings.com, you draft a new team every week and win huge cash prizes. Here's a true story. Last year, one guy won hundred grand in his very first football contest. $100,000 the first time he played. Sign up now with promo code CHAMPS and get a free contest entry once you deposit. Again, that's DraftKings.com. Promo code CHAMPS. Good luck. ColdHardFootballFacts.com Insider will change the way you look at the game of pro football with our groundbreaking quality stats. These are stats that have direct correlation to winning football games. The proof is in our performance at Cold Hard Football Facts Insider. We analyze every team and pick every game every week straight up and against the spread. Cold Hard Football Facts Insiders have gone 500 or better against the spread in an incredible 72% of weeks since the start of the 2009 season. Visit coldhardfootballfacts.com, click CHFF Insider, and uncover the statistical secrets that separate winners from losers in NFL games. The proof is in our performance. Become a Cold Hard Football Facts Insider today at coldhardfootballfacts.com. This is Football Nation. Todd DeVries and Bill Enright bring you the latest trends from the NFL. Headlines, stats, fantasy previews, and more right here on Football Nation. All right, welcome back to Football Nation. Bill Enright, Todd DeVries, hanging out with you. Kerry Byrne from ColdHardFootballFacts.com joining us in just a bit. Uh, we're crossing our fingers, right, Josh, because the phone line's a little sketchy right now? Hoping it holds out till Kerry gets on. I think we'll be all right. Uh, let's get to some emails, Todd. Radio at FootballNation.com is our email address. The first one, I believe, is from Ian. Is that the one you got first up? Uh, No. I Which got guys one before re- that one. I got, What's the, uh, what do you got? Mike in Pittsburgh. What does he say? Uh, thanks for taking my email. I love your show. I'm in a standard scoring non-PPR league. He can start three running backs, two wide receivers, or two running backs, three wide receivers. Who do I play this week? His running backs are, Bill. So pick two. McCoy, MJD, Andre Brown, Pierre Thomas. McCoy, Brown, and Thomas. All right, so one of those is going to be the flex. Oh, right. My bad. Uh, wide receivers, then. If you're doing three running backs, pick two of these receivers. Josh Gordon, T.Y. Hilton, Larry Fitz, Hakeem Nix, Kendall Wright. Non-PPR, I'm going with Gordon and T.Y. T.Y. Totally agree. T.Y. 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 Uh, now we can get to Ian. Okay. And his question is PPR, rest of the way. Would you guys rather have Danny Woodhead or Alfred Morris for the rest of the year in a full-point PPR? Ooh, interesting. Very, very interesting. Danny Woodhead is my 16th-ranked running back rest of the way. Alfred Morris is 10th. I love the schedule for Morris in weeks 15 and 16 in the fantasy playoffs. Plays the Falcons and he plays Dallas. Love that matchup. Woodhead got some tough matchups down the road. Kansas City, Bengals, Giants are tough on D, rushing D. Then he plays the Raiders and, and the Broncos. Full point PPR. I know Alfred Morris doesn't catch the ball a whole lot. But he does get a lot of handoffs, and I know he's, the goal line touches are coming for him. So I'm gonna st- I'm gonna go with Morris, but it's very close. That is pretty close. I wonder what the scenario is there. Why can't you have both these guys? I don't, I don't know. Maybe, Maybe he's trying, he's to, trying trade. to work out a trade or yeah. something. Yeah, I don't know. 
Uh, Alright, next one is from our buddy Mike. Another Mike. Uh, thanks for the advice last week. However, he did get his first loss of the year, Bill. Ooh. So we gave him some advice. The lineup, we maximized his lineup, but he still wound up losing because he played against the guy with the most points of the of the week. That's just bad luck. All right, full point PPR. Pick one quarterback, Luck or Keenum. Luck. Pick two of these three wide receivers, Gordon, Nelson, Torrey Smith. Um, Gordon and Nelson. Pick three of the next four players. Keenan Allen, again, this is PPR. Mm-hmm. Keenan Allen, Cecil Shorts, Le'Veon Bell, Chris Johnson. Allen, Bell, Johnson. Leave Shorts on the bench. He's a little bit banged up, and they, they have a, uh, a tough game against the Cardinals. Okay. Last question is a huge defensive question, Bill. Should he bench the Panthers' D this week and pick someone else up? He's got the Panthers' D. He's worried about him playing the Patriots. Um, amount of points and amount of yards given up is a big factor in his scoring system. Uh, I don't mind you cutting. I don't mind you benching the Panthers, but don't cut the Panthers. And if you were going to bench the Panthers, I would either go with the Browns or the Colts. Yeah, I'm looking at his options here. Browns. Browns. I I wouldn't play the Browns against the Bengals. Why? Points and yards against? Yeah. Well, what are the, how much of the Bengals are going to score? 20 points? I don't know, man. 250 yards? 300 yards? Red rifle, dude. He, he's he's on fire sometimes. You know, <laughs> you know what you're going to get with the red rifle. Nah. Eh. It's in I'd Cleveland. rather play the Colts. All right, then play the Colts. Yeah, I said either one. So that was the email from Mike D, and his okay. his uh, team name is I, I Touchdown There. I love it. There you go. I actually I loved it so much that I told someone else about that. Like one of my friends, I was like, "Oh, I got this great email the other day on the radio," and he wasn't that impressed. So I, you know, I wanted to slap him, but I didn't. <laughs> All right, next one is from Craig in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. Whoa, where's that? Wisconsin, Lake Geneva. Like Thanks for Geneva, your help throughout like the, the season. Like the Geneva Convention. You're so sophisticated, Bill. Very, very sophisticated. <laughs> Uh, thanks for all your fantasy help throughout the season. I truly appreciate it. I have questions about two separate fantasy teams. Well, we got a book here. Yeah, this is going to take uh, us right up to Carrie Burns' uh, <laughs> get spot oh, in 10 minutes. <laughs> all right, 12-point PPR. Yeah. Or 12-team uh, PPR. Needs two running backs, two wide receivers, and a flex. All right, so pick two running backs. Yeah. Le'Veon Be- Bell, C.J. Spiller, Andre Brown, Rashad Jennings. Uh, Bell and Brown. Leave Spiller on the bench against the Jets. Pick two receivers. Jordy Nelson, Riley Cooper, Boykin, Hayward Bay. <laughs> Man, Nelson and Cooper. All right, then pick a flex out of everybody else that we've talked about. <sighs> Rashad, Rashad Jennings or Spiller? I'm going to go with Rashad Jennings. And half point. Okay. Yeah. Next one, a 10-team full-point PPR. So full-point PPR now. Okay. Uh... I love my roster, but I'm not sure where I can improve. So let's just give him a kind of a grade here, okay? He's got Cam Newton at quarterback. We like that. He's got Jamal, Charles, Reggie Bush, Gio Bernard, Andre Ellington, Shane Vereen, Andre Brown. That is a juggernaut running back core. Sure is. Wide receivers. He's got Megatron. He's got Pierre Garçon, Josh Gordon, Keenan Allen, Percy Harvin. We love that. Love it. Tight ends. He's got Orange Julius and Marty B. You can't upgrade anywhere. I wouldn't try to trade anything. You got a team that's working right now. 
just just stick with it and, and keep on rolling. Don't overthink it. Right. He's seven and three. Uh, he's consistently scoring near the highest every week. I wouldn't change a thing. No, keep it. Rolling, wow, rolling, good job rolling. There, Craig. Enjoy uh, your time on the lake today with that roster. Yep. Next one is and, Andrew and C. Your, and, and your peace treaties. <laughs> nice. <laughs> this is from Andrew C. in Cali. Yo, That's right. I was up. I got a couple questions. <laughs> for full point PPR. No, it's yo, was up. I got oh, a couple questions for like full that. point PPR leagues. Uh, he he didn't write it. it like that, but that's how it's written. I got you. Uh, that's how it's said. I mean, uh, like at the end, he says, "Thanks, brah." Do you do you see his uh, his subject? Keep your read it off. Keep your pimp hand strong. Yeah, that's right. I've that's what you got to do, it. baby. Keep that pimp hand we strong. We like Andrew C in California. He's a good guy. Pick two yeah. wide receivers, running back, and a flex for him. Pick two wide receivers: Bill, Josh Gordon, Danny on the Mendola. I like that. Percy Harvin, Kendall Wright, Aaron Dobson. Pick two. Oh, boy. I'm going to go with, on the Mendola, I'm going to go with Josh Gordon. Pick one running back. Andre Ellington, Andre Brown, Sproles, S. Jacks. Brown and Sproles. So one of those is in the flex. Okay. That's correct. All right. Oh, wait, no, no, no. What? Oh, one running back. Yeah, one of them is in the flex. Yeah. Yeah. He said yes. pick two receivers, yes. one yes, running yes, back in yes. the flex. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's quickly... That's- Let's quickly go to Matt in Chicago. He's on the line with us. Got he needs, a, uh, needs help with some defense this week. What's up, Matt? Hey, guys. Uh, i got a couple questions if you have time, but I'll try to be quick. Uh, Absolutely. Is, uh, Just speak up a little bit because I'll tell you, there was this blast in my ears before, and I'm having a little, tr- little trouble uh, hearing you. Okay. Um, I need to pick up a defense for this week. And my choices are Cincy, Baltimore, or, or Texans. I mean, uh, Titans. Cincy, Baltimore, or the Titans? Yeah. I would go with Cincinnati. I would go with, oh, boy. Um, Nero found it, too. Uh, I would go with the Ravens. I agree. Yeah. Even though they're away? I'm sorry, what's go. that? I didn't hear you. Even though they're away? Say it again one more time. Because he, Even though they're on the road. Oh, on the road away. Oh. Um, yes, I'm going yeah, Ravens. Yeah, I'm going with Ravens. Okay, and uh, I have Julius Thomas going for tight end. It's a non-PPR. Um, I'm thinking of starting Jordan Reed uh, alongside him instead of one of my wide receivers, Jordy Nelson. You're and asking Nelson. me if I like Jordan Reed over Jordy Nelson? Yeah, basically. That's what I'm yes, I do. High-scoring game against the Eagles. I, I like what Jordan Reed's been doing. Very consistent. Nelson took a big dive as soon as Aaron Rodgers went down. Okay, thanks. No problem, Matt. Thanks for speaking up. We appreciate the phone call. All right, now where are we going? Uh, We have about three more minutes before Carrie's calling in. Let's get back to some emails. All right, this is from Bodog. All right. All right. Hi, Bill and Todd and Josh, too. See, Josh, they do love you. Bodog's the best. There he is. All right, he has a trio of questions here. Number one, RG3 or Rivers? Griffin. Full point PPR. He needs two wide receivers and two flexes out of these seven players. Seven? Yeah. He needs first, let's get the two wide receivers, okay? Garcon, Garcon Keenan yeah. Allen, Percy Harvin, T.Y. Hilton. Um, Pick two Gar- of those four. Garcon and Allen in the full point. Okay. Yes. Then pick two flexes out of this. 
Harvin, Hilton, Andre Brown, Ray Rice, Chris Ivory. Hilton and Andre Brown. Okay. Ben- benching Ray Rice. Benching Ray Rice. Finally coming out, coming around, Bill. Yeah. Although Number he, three. I, oh, if Vernon be. Davis can't go, do I start Tyler Eifert, uh, Timmy Wright, or Scott Chandler? Full point PPR. Uh, you know, that's very dependent on whether or not Jermaine Gresham can play. Because I would probably say go with Eifert if Gresham's not playing. And if I, Gresham does play, I'll, I'll tell you to go with Tim Wright. Yeah, the safest yeah. play is Tim Wright. Yeah. Even though he stunk last week and put up a goose egg. Yeah, I know. I know. Rest of the way defense. He's been riding the Panthers all year, but just like one of our other emailers, he doesn't like the matchup this week. Or the matchup with the Saints in weeks 14 and 16. I hear that. Cleveland is available on the waiver wire. Should I stick with the Panthers or switch over to Cleveland? I'd stick with the Panthers. You know, I said this about the Chiefs on our Tuesday show. A, de- a good defense still gets you points. They, they still get sacks. They still get some interceptions. Maybe they do something on special teams. So when a team like the Chiefs and the Panthers are in the top three for sacks on the year, you'll get eight, eight to ten points just on sacks alone. So I would keep them. Right. You know, it's not it's not like Drew Brees and Peyton Manning have this force field around them where the defensive tackles and the DNs and the linebackers can't touch them. You know, the, the sacks still happen. Totally agree. Yeah. All right. Now, I've got four emails from Toasty Dosty. Four of them? Here's the first one. He's busy at work today, I'll tell you. First one is he, he sent us his DraftKings lineup, and he wants a quick opinion. Okay? Okay. DraftKings lineup. He fit it all under the salary cap. He's got RG3 at quarterback. He's got Marshawn Lynch, Chris Ivory at running back. Mm. Larry Fitz, Wes Welker at wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Jordan Cameron at tight end. Le'Veon Bell on the flex. Dan Carpenter, kicker, and Saints D. The only player that I'm not too crazy about is, is Larry Fitz. Yeah. $5,900 for Fitz. Now, the problem being... If he went up, if he went up two hundred bucks or three hundred dollars, he can get Eric Decker, or Keenan Allen, or Wes Welker. If he if he made like a five hundred dollar change, so maybe what he wants to do is take out the Saints, go after a cheaper defense, and tr- and try to get Wes Welker in that lineup. Okay, yeah, I it's I'm with you on the Larry Fitz thing. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm done with him. I'm done with Ray Rice. I'm done with Larry Fitz personally uh okay next one from toasty dosty is what do you think of my starting lineup and uh <laughs> step it up trent i think that's like two months old the step it up trent no now it's just give it up yeah give it up trent or pimp it up because that's what he's been doing lately apparently <laughs> i wonder how many girls were in that video with him i don't know was it with was it when he was in alabama because i hope listen if i'm gonna watch a sex video it better be not. I don't care if it's well produced, but there better be like hot women in it. And I have a feeling that he had more opportunity for hot women at Alabama because they're all in college, probably you know very you know freakish in bed, compared to his days in Cleveland. When I think of hot women, I don't think Cleveland, Ohio. I think hot college girls in the SEC down there in Alabama. So hopefully it's when he was in college and not when he was playing his rookie year with the Browns. I don't know. We don't have that level of detail, Bill. No, we don't. But I'm, I'm assuming that we're going to get it soon. 
probably. You think Trent can step it up in bed because he's not doing it on the field? I don't know. Our, jo- our producer Josh had a funny quote, but I don't know if you want to say it on the air. Uh, certainly not getting up, Trent. Yes, very good. I like that one. Uh, all right. We've got three <laughs> three emails from Toasty Dosty. Do you want to get to them now or after Kerry? Right, we're going to take Kerry Byrne, a good friend from okay. coldhardfootballfacts.com, joins us as he does every week. What's going on, Kerry? Hey, gentlemen. How are we doing today? Kerry, what do you think about Trent Richardson's sex tape? I mean, you're, you're feeling me, right? That The girls in Ohio, Cleveland, probably not as good as they could be if he was in Alabama. Bill, I'm having trouble hearing you for some reason. I'm sorry. All right. So I heard Trent, Trent Richardson. Trent Richardson, the Cle- the Indianapolis Colts yep. running back, he has a sex tape that TMZ is apparently <laughs> either going to release or shopping it around. And I'm hoping that the girls that there, there's apparently there's multiple girls. It's like a group situation. I'm hoping that the girls in the video are from his days in college in Alabama, hot college girls down there in SEC country, and not in Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> well. I do know this, and, and I only know this because this just came up randomly, not because I was looking. But there are a lot of very hot Southern football fans to be seen on the Internet, especially from the SEC. So, that, that's what I think, too. I'm with you there. I mean, it, it's unbelievable. And, and you know what's funny about, uh, you know, they, we all know they love their football down there. The girls dressed up like, like going out on the town for the evening, like the the, the Sorority girls are dressed up in like their 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 night on the town best in gowns and everything. It's quite quite the scene how they do it down there, man. But apparently now, Carrie, those weren't being worn in the video you're talking about, which I haven't seen. So, Carrie, we were it was it was uh, well known that Cold Hard had a hand in producing the latest uh, NFL Network of Football Life, right? So, yeah, well, you know, the, the, the NFL, NFL Network has that great football life series, right? And uh, the one coming up next week, they just started advertising it. It's about the forward pass, the history of the forward pass. And it's something we've written, you know, about the entire evolution of football and how we got the game we have today. We've written about it a lot. And, and NFL Films is kind enough to invite us on and, and, and have Football Nation and Cold Heart Football Facts be a part of it. And the exciting, and, you know, we've, I've done a bunch of those in the past, but the exciting one about this is that it's really, it's all quarterbacks and football nation. There's a couple writers on it, but it's, you know, it's Doug Flutie, it's Boomer Esiason, it's Joe Namath, uh, and a lot of other folks talking, you know, you know, big nine, big time players, talking about the forward pass, and we kind of provide the historical perspective on it, and it's a fun episode, and the cool thing is, Todd, they treat the forward pass, you know, these are biographies, these football life episodes. It's almost as if the football life was a person. It's about his coming of age and, and how the forward pass evolved to become kind of the, the signature, not only of football, but of American sports and how ingrained the quarterback is and passing the football is in, in, in not just in American sports, but in wider pop culture. It's a pretty good episode. That's awesome stuff, and, and uh, that's in the rotation on the NFL Network. So, so yeah, you're, it's, you're... they use Tuesday night. So. Oh, it was, it's coming up this Tuesday. Yeah, coming up this Tuesday. Very cool. A football life, the forward pass. So, so you're involved in that video, Bill or Carrie, but you're, you're hopefully you're not involved in the Trent Richardson sex tape. Um, for, <laughs> we definitely don't want any part of that. Uh, so, wh- where, what else do we have going on this week, Carrie? We, you know, Bill and I kind of we went through the matchups, and there's a lot of uh, crappy games in the one o'clock time slot. 
But the primetime games give us a little bit uh, to look forward to. What are you looking forward to this yeah, week? Yeah, I'll tell you what, man. You know, we've, we've, we've joked all season about how bad the primetime slate has been, right? But they're making up, they're making up for it this week. I mean, uh, not only do we have, you know, in kind of the late, in the late afternoon, we have San Francisco-New Orleans, which is a pivotal NFC game between, you know, two very, very good teams, two teams that are legit football contenders. But uh, we have the Patriots and the, and the Panthers uh, Monday night at a potential Super Bowl preview, guys, but the big game, really, the, 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 we call it at Cold Heart today a statistical wet dream. Can I say that on the radio? Yes, you certainly can. On this show, anything <laughs> goes. The Bronco, the Chiefs and the Broncos is a statistical wet dream for, for, for guys like us who love to crunch stats because it's, you know, right now Denver, they, the highest scoring offense in the history of football on pace to set the record of the 1950. L.A. Rams, talking about the history of the forward pass. Those Rams scored 39 points per game. The Broncos right now scoring 41 points per game. But playing Kansas City, the number one defense in football, not only that, guys, we declared them perhaps the smartest team in the history of football. This is a great game between a historically good offense against a very stout, historically efficient, smart football team. And they play twice in three weeks. And this is this is really exciting, man. I, I think this is going to be a good battle, and I think uh, we're going to know maybe not so much after one game, but in three weeks we're going to we're going to probably know who the AFC, you know, who the best team is in the AFC. And right now, everyone says the Broncos, but we've not been buying that all year. We we think Kansas City's been the better team, and they only really need to win one of these two to prove it. Kerry, the Chiefs have seven games left: two against the Broncos, like you just said, two against the Chargers, one against the Colts. Over under number of losses rest of the way two and a half. What do you got for the Chiefs? Uh, you know it's it's a it's a much tougher schedule. They're not going undefeated. They're not good enough to go undefeated. But I I think they split with Denver. I think I'd go under two and a half. I think they can go fourteen and two. There you go, Bill. He's on your side. I that's think what is I, that was Bill saying. That's what I said too. Carrie. What do you think, Todd? So you think you Four think the Colts are a landmine? Obviously, the Chargers are a landmine. They got to go. I don't. I mean, it's not. They got to go on the road to Washington. Go on the road to Oakland uh, and the Colts. One of those three games, they're gonna they're gonna trip up and lose. Yeah, but That's I think guys, I you know, they are so good defensively in this day and age to play as well as they have. I mean, it's it's pretty impressive. And you know, everyone says they haven't played a. The Chiefs have not played a tough schedule, and and I'm not going to refute that. They've not played a a particularly tough. Uh, tough schedule, but you know what? Neither of the Broncos, a lot of the really good teams have not played tough schedules. Carolina, this is why Carolina's had a two-statement game week, because they had only played one quality opponent all year, uh, and that was Seattle in week one. So that win in San Francisco was a really big win. Now they get another big game against against the Patriots on Monday night, but I'm, I'm looking down on our quality standings right now. Denver, 0-1 versus quality opponents. They've played one team with a winning record. That was the Indianapolis Colts. They lost that game, guys. I am not convinced the Broncos are all that. I'm just not. Uh, Kansas City has not played a single team with a winning record. So between these two teams, zero, I mean, one quality opponent between these two teams. And that was a loss. So the Chiefs and, and Broncos both have a lot to prove. They really do. I just think that defense and the efficiency with which the Chiefs play really says a lot. And then, you know, one of our stats is called the Relativity Index. Right. Well, we measure how well you play relative to the quality of your competition. So, you know, you may look good because you're playing a soft schedule. You may look bad because you're playing a tough schedule. The relativity index kind of balances that all out. And, 
And the Chiefs are number two defensively in that indicator. They're holding opponents to nine points per game below their scoring average against all other opponents. And that, that's a good good defense. Only Carolina, in fact, uh, is better right now, holding opponents ten points below their scoring average in other games. So uh, I think Kansas City is legit, guys. And by the way, Alex Smith, four turnovers all year. He doesn't get enough credit, but he's the winningest yep. quarterback in football since 2011, 29-6-1. When your quarterback doesn't turn the ball over, you win football games. And he, he has suffered. He's not lost a single fumble and has thrown four interceptions all year. And that's a big, big reason, uh, an uncredited reason, why the Chiefs are 9-0. and Kerry, it's interesting with the next couple of games. Todd, when I gave my predictions for the Chiefs, you know, second-half schedule, I had them going 14-2. and And that would get them home field, home field advantage in the AFC, which I think they can be very dangerous with. I, I, Bill, I've been saying, I agree. You, 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 and this is, the, this is the thing about, see, people get caught up in the sexy team. We write about that a lot. Like, when, when teams get sexy, and we talk about this at Cold Heart Insider, uh, where we kind of provide all our stats for, for fans who bet on NFL games. When a team gets sexy, that's the time to sell, because they're being overvalued by the public. Right. And the Broncos are that sexy team, and every year we see some team with a great offense that, that everyone loves. Uh, but those teams aren't, aren't usually there, you know, they're, not, they're just not usually there in the end. And Kansas City is kind of more of the plotting uh, team that kind of does it the old way. Is it, it'll, it'll be interesting to see what happens this weekend. Because oh, I know. My wider point, by the way, I missed my wider point, is being as sexy as Denver is, Bill, they're very much in danger of being 14-2 and two and going on the road for a wild card game. Right. People think they're the greatest team ever, and they might not even – they might not even get a home playoff game. That's how big these two games are against the Chiefs. Uh, Kerry, a couple other things that are interesting this weekend. Todd and I went through the schedule. Philadelphia Eagles versus the Washington Redskins. As Todd likes to say, defense is optional in this one. <laughs> what What are their offensive stats saying comp- compared to the defensive stats in this one? Well, listen, you know, the Redskins, you know, 31st in scoring defense. I'll run through their numbers right now. 27th in defensive passer rating, a critical measure of defense. 30th in bendability, that's a measure of defensive efficiency. Uh, 30th in defensive passing yards per attempt, a great measure of team success. And 31st, what we call defensive rusher rating. So the Redskins can't stop the pass, but they make up for it by not stopping the run either. And right. guys, right now, I'm, I'm not about to crowd them, but the best passing in football right now is Nick Foles. 16 touchdowns, zero interceptions. 9.2 yards per attempt, 132 passer rating. Uh, this guy's deadly. Yeah, I mean he's playing great. He really is. I mean, that's, uh, I, those like those are like scary numbers. And I can he keep it up? I don't think he's going to keep it up all year. But the, the Washington is not the team that's going to stop him. But you know, with all that said, the, the Eagles actually—they've not been a terrible defense. They've been a mediocre defense. The Redskins—they're a very bad defense right now. And, Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, this is a game the Eagles can put up a lot of points again. This Washington team is very vulnerable, and Philly has something to play for, I guess. They're playing for first place in the division. You mentioned to us that the Eagles are 0-11 and against the spread in their last 12 home games. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, 0-11-1. and Well, you know and what? One, we, right. we talked about teams being sexy, right? Yeah. And who's been sexier than the Eagles over the last couple of years? Remember? Was it two years ago now that they, they kind of the line came out about how they were the dream team? Yep. And they've had all that talent, you know, with you know with Sean McCoy and Deshaun Jackson and Michael Vick and all these great playmaking talents. But 
as a result of them being sexy, they've been wildly overvalued because they've been a very poorly coached team. They've made a lot of mental mistakes. They've been not very efficient. They've been ranked very low in our intelligence index. And that's why the public thinks, you know, look at all that talent. They've got to win big, and they don't. And they're, they're one of the worst teams, uh, you know, one of the worst rec- home records in the history of football. 0-11-1 against the spread, guys. Yeah. I don't. I don't know how you do that. I mean, that, 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 that's pretty bad. And uh, uh, the guy who looked at that for us, Mike Wilkinen, one of our great insider writers, he, uh, he's our odds-making analyst. And uh, just some real interesting numbers on how, you know, that market is supposed to even out. And the fact of the matter is the public is still overvaluing the Eagles. I don't think we are this week because of that matchup of a, of a hot quarterback against a bad defense. But, yeah, over the long term, they've been badly, badly overvalued. Kerry, one of your other great writers is the king of props on coldhardfootballfacts.com. I know he's taking a hard look at Chris Johnson uh, tonight's matchup versus the Colts. We don't. You're going to have to go to coldhardfootballfacts.com, become an insider to get what the king of props is looking at. But boy, has he been red hot? Twenty-five and fifteen this year. Twenty-five and fifteen, and not only that, he would have had his third four and zero week of the season if Mike James, the Tampa running back, didn't didn't get injured in the in the I believe in the first quarter. Uh, that was his 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 uh, prop last week. I believe was Mike James over fifteen and a half receiving yards, and he had a good couple of plays. And then he was injured early in the game. So yeah. the only reason he didn't go four and zero, the king of props didn't go go four and zero last week, was because of that injury. Uh, he lost the prop earlier in the year when Eddie Lacy was suffered a concussion back in week two. I mean, not only is he well over six hundred uh, with his prop plays, I mean he's. He's a couple injuries, you know, you can't control injuries. A couple injuries away from being like 70%, you know. So he takes a good hard look today at, uh, at Chris Johnson uh, against that Indianapolis defense tonight. Uh, he's deadly accurate. He finds value in the prop marketplace. And if you, if there's just, if there's many reasons to become a cold hard football fact insider, Bill, but if you're looking for one, it's the king of props. Incredibly accurate. And like I said, almost his third 4-0 and week uh, in week 10. Excellent stuff. As always, Kerry Byrne from ColdHardFootballFacts.com. You can follow him on Twitter, at FootballFacts. And don't forget, Kerry, NFL Network's A Football Life, the forward pass will debut on Tuesday, and Kerry Byrne will be joined. Uh, he'll, he'll be in in the documentary along with the guys like uh, Joe Namath, Doug Flutie, and Boomer Sice, and I'm looking forward to that one. And it celebrates the 100th anniversary of the forward pass, which wasn't invented in 1913 but was popularized in 1913 by Notre Dame. Uh, hence, that's why the Football Life Forward Pass episode is out this month. A lot of fun, a lot of history, you know, and a lot of, a lot of great stuff if you, if you just you know, love football and, and want to know more about the history of the game. Sounds great. Can't wait to watch. Thanks so much for joining us today, Kerry. All right, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Have a good one. You know, Bill, um, we have made a lot of fun of the NFC East's defense. Yeah. But the last six games... The Philadelphia Eagles defense has given up an average of 18 points per game. That's pretty good. It is pretty good over the last six games. That's a pretty big sample size. Um, so the defense has kind of turned it around a little bit. Um, we'll see what happens when they play the Redskins this week. But I uh, wanted to point that out. The, the first four games of the year, they were awful. They've actually turned it around. Redskins, not so much. Well, uh, the Redskins, I mean, they've been bad for the last couple of years on defense. The Eagles for out of time were, were pretty good on defense. 
Yeah, well, not last year. They were terrible. No, nah, right. Well, they had but, an offensive uh, offensive line coach as their D coordinator. But I think we need to give a little bit of credit. The Eagles and the Giants have turned it around on defense a little bit this year. They have. And, and Cowboys and Reds, Cowboys are in deep trouble um, defensively, and the Redskins just haven't improved. But the, the Giants and the Eagles, you know, we bashed them the first month of the season, and rightly so. Yep. But again, you know, 18 points per game over a six-game period, that's, that's not terrible. That's, like he's, like Kerry said, that's kind of mediocre. It's like middle of the pack. Um, so we just got to keep that in mind moving forward. All right, Todd, what do you say we take a quick break, and we're going to come back. More of your emails, radio at footballnation.com. More of your phone calls, 855-478-7030. Uh, quick break, but we'll be right back after this. Every football fan has a voice at footballnation.com. <laughs> Win your fantasy league and your trophy too. It's FF Champs, FF Champs for you. News advice, rankings, and expert advice too. FF Champs is for you. FFChamps.com, ensuring you win from draft to playoffs. FFChamps.com, extraordinary results for fantasy football dominance. FootballNation.com is all football all the time. It's a one-stop shop for diehard football fans to get their football fix. NFL, college football, fantasy football, news, analysis, videos, articles, and podcasts. You'll find it all on FootballNation.com. It's a great place to interact with thousands of hardcore, passionate NFL, college, and fantasy football fans. Want to get in the game? The Football Nation community gives hardcore fans the power to share their opinions, views, passions, photos, gripes, stats, or analysis. FN has the biggest network of user contributors dedicated solely to covering football. Join our team today and instantly launch your own team, player, or fantasy football column or blog. Build your own personal brand and following with your Football Nation portfolio of content. If you love football... You belong on FootballNation.com. Simply sign up for free at FootballNation.com and become a citizen of Football Nation today. You know who wasn't surprised when the likes of Tom Kaepernick, Alfred Morris, Doug Martin, and RG3 took the NFL by storm last fall? The guys at CollegeFootballGeek.com. That's who. CollegeFootballGeek.com has been the nation's premier college fantasy football strategy and advice site since 2008. We're in the business of identifying fantasy gold at the college level. At collegefootballgeek.com, you can run mock drafts against the mighty CFG computer, customize your own fantasy cheat sheets, tap into our experts for advice, and keep up with the latest player news for all 124 schools. And the best part? It's free to subscribe. So whether you want to dominate your college fantasy football league or if you simply want to get an edge on your NFL fantasy leagues by identifying tomorrow's fantasy stars today, check out collegefootballgeek.com. Hey, this is Bill Enright from the Fantasy Football Champs. I want to take a quick minute to introduce you to our new daily fantasy football partners at DraftKings.com. DraftKings.com is a new way to play fantasy football. No more losing your best player and watching your season go down the drain. At DraftKings.com, you draft a new team every week and win huge cash prizes. Here's a true story. Last year, one guy won 100 grand in his very first football contest. $100,000 the first time he played. 
Sign up now with promo code CHAMPS and get a free contest entry once you deposit. Again, that's DraftKings.com, promo code CHAMPS. Good luck. Football Nation, the pulse of NFL fans everywhere. All right, welcome back to Football Nation. Final segment of the show. We're going to get to your phone calls. We're going to get to your emails. Uh, 855-478-7030 is the phone number. That's where we're going to jump to right now. Rob in Charleston is on the line. What's up, Rob? Hello, Roberto. Hey, what's up, pal? I got a uh, 10-team, one-point PPR league. Who do I start tonight, V-Jack or T-Y? Vincent Jackson or T.Y. Hilton. Full point PPR. We know V.Jax doesn't necessarily get a whole lot of receptions, but before Reggie Wayne went down with an injury, neither did T.Y. Hilton. He's kind of emerging as a little bit of a better PR, uh, PPR option. I, I still think I'm going to go with Vincent Jackson in this one. He destroyed Atlanta for 10 catches, 138 yards, and two touchdowns. The la- Actually, the last time he got into the end zone was against Atlanta. So I'm going to stick with V.Jax here. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. No problem, Rob. Appreciate the phone call. That's a tough it's, call. It's kind of interesting what what uh, the transition that T.Y. Hilton has undergone ever since Reggie Wayne went down. Se- last two games, T.Y. Hilton, seven catches, 121, and three mm-hmm. touchdowns. Seven catches, 130, zero touchdowns. I just, I, I just love the matchup for Vincent Jackson. He seems to, to destroy the Falcons any time he takes the field against them. Well, like you said, <laughs> 10 catches, 138 and 2. Uh, last couple weeks, not so much for VJX. Five total catches over the last two weeks for 39 yards. No. Oh, yeah, you're right. Five catches, 39. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you, I, got that, um, you got that quick math skills, Todd. I don't have that. I know. I, uh, I, would, lean, I would lean Hilton, but I can see. I mean, Jackson's got such a great matchup. And the only thing with Hilton is it's a stupid Thursday night game. Yeah. We hate those fantasy-wise because they're even more unpredictable than a normal game. Uh, man, I don't know. I think Hilton's kind of a safer play, mm-hmm. but VJAX has more upside. How about that? Yeah, I'm with you there. Let's jump back to the emails. RadioFootballNation.com is our email address. I believe we left off with Toasty Dosty. Uh, well, he, he likes looking... to send us pictures, Bill, in addition yeah. to questions. And okay. um, I think, did we did we answer his lineup question? I don't think we did. I don't think we did, no. We got we got uh, off track with uh, all the Trent Richardson stuff. Right. Because uh, he has Trent on his, his roster. Okay, so he needs two running backs from this list. Trent Richardson, Matt Forte, Donald Brown, Law Firm, Ellington. Uh, I'm going to go with Matt Forte, and, and I'm going to surprisingly go with Donald Brown tonight against the Titans. Okay. Uh, pick a tight end. Well, he, he he's going to play Tyler Reifert because Witten's on bye. Right. Wide receiver, Amendola, Keenan Allen, Nate Burleson, Boykin, Colston. And he needs two of these guys, so I'm going to stick with Amendola and Allen. Ooh, is it, is it PPR league? No. We don't – oh, it's not? All right, well, then take out Allen, put in, put in Colston. Amendola and Colston. Okay. Yeah. All right. Then Tosi Dosi's next email, he sent a uh, picture of a fine NFL reporter. I believe that's Michelle Beisner. Listen, I was supposed I know I was supposed to do my, my hottest sports reporters list today, but there's just so much going on with the NFL. We're in the middle of the fantasy football season. I'd rather save that kind of topic, that kind of segment for, you know, something maybe in the off season. All right. All right. 
All right, Bill. Yeah. Got a lot of guys on the line. You know, uh, we're looking forward to that that list. I, I just feel like uh, our time is better served helping people win their matchups. Got it. Got Cause it. Because I, you know, I could take a whole hour breaking down every finite detail of every reporter, uh, every female reporter, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> All right. Next email. Yeah. From Toasty Dosties, another picture. Mm. Uh, it's a picture of the Hangover guys from the movie The Hangover. Oh, okay. And he says, Bill, I expect a wedding invitation. Mm. We're going to do it hangover style. All right. Sounds good to me. Everyone's invited. <laughs> Everyone's invited. <laughs> uh, all right. The next one is from Ali in Florida. Okay. Full point PPR. Pick three of these five. Vernon Davis, Jordan Cameron, Andre Brown, Le'Veon Bell, Ben Tate. Yeah, we already helped Ali with this one. We, we said to go with uh, Jordan Cameron, and then we told him to go with Brown and Bell. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Um, next one. TDT Good Frank. Lord. I've got too many here, Bill. What What is next for you? TDT uh, Frank? I, yeah. I he, said, I know you, him. I, he said, I know you guys, I asked you this on Tuesday, but I, I figure uh, I want to see if your opinions change. Pick one, Harry Douglas, Akeem Nix, or Kenny Stills. Full point PPR. I'm still sticking with uh, Harry Douglas. Okay. Next one's from Butters, Bill. Hey, hello, fellas. Hey, fellas. I have two questions for you all. Full PPR. Pick one wide receiver. Hakeem Nix, Kendall Wright, Michael Floyd, Aaron Dobson. Full point PPR. I do like Kendall Wright in the matchup tonight against the Colts. Pick three running backs. Full point PPR. Jamal Charles, Reggie Bush, Andre Brown, Sproles. Charles and Bush are no-brainers. Yep. What do we think, Todd? Andre Brown or Sproles in the full point PPR? That one's tricky to me. Sproles has been up and down all season long. He can get you 21 points or he can get you zero points. Uh, I think Brown's a safer pick. He is safer. But with Charles and Bush, does he need safe? Maybe he needs more upside here. Well, that's that's the play. If you want upside, yeah. go Sproles. If you want safe, go Brown. Yeah, I'm with you there. I'm with you. All right. Thomas uh, is our next one. It's from Thomas. Okay. Uh, who is out? Who is in, depending on how you look at it? Okay. Full point PPR can play four and one flex. Pick who is out, Bill. All right. Knicks, Josh Gordon, Keenan Allen, Pierre Garçon, Tate, Bo, Marvin Jones. Bo is out. Oh, Marvin Jones is out. All right, so who's the? I'm trying to figure out what he's trying to ask here. I who's have no the flex idea. from? I guess it comes down to this: who's the flex out of these three? Tate, Bo, or Marvin Jones? Tate. Okay, I Tate's the too. flex. There you go. Yeah. Next one is from Jack, I believe. Standard league, Bill. No flex. He needs to start three wide receivers. Are you ready? Cruz, Decker, Gordon, V. Jacks, Shorts. Cruz, Decker, and um, oh boy, standard league, not Cru PPR. Cruz, Gordon, and Vjax. Leave benching Decker. On the bench. Decker. Yeah, benching Decker. Okay. I hate to do that too. Start two running backs: Le'Veon Bell, Woodhead, Ray Rice, Stephen Jackson. It's non PPR, huh? Yep. Bell and Ray Rice. Uh. Can I, he asked the third question. Can I start all three Denver wide receivers over Jordy Nelson or Percy yes. Harvin? Yes, you can. Okay. There you go. All right. 
All right. Next one I have is from Isaac. Ike and Charlotte. Yeah, I like to call him Isaac. All right. I don't know if he likes that. <laughs> Ike and Charlotte. Okay. Pick two, Bill, non-PPR. Lamar Miller, Ray Rice, Sproles, Keenan Allen, and Mandola. Pick two, non-PPR, huh? Uh, Allen and Amendola. Nah. Uh, Rice, and, Rice and Allen. Rice and Allen. Okay. Listen, if Ray Rice can't do it this week against one of the worst rushing defenses in the league, I don't know when he'll be able to do it. So I'm going to go with Rice and Allen, non-PPR. Ike and Charlotte uh, also did a PS, Bill, and it says, Since Bill likes blondes, I included a blonde Panthers top cat for your p- viewing pleasure. Panthers I appreciate this, but I don't know how much pleasure I can get from this photo. I mean, she's covering up all the important parts with either clothing or her pom-poms. So other than the blonde hair, I'm, I'm not getting much viewing pleasure from she this She is looking her lips. Yeah, she's kind of got a funky tongue. Looks green. What? Her tongue looks green. Or a discolored color. <laughs> Come on, Ike. You can do better than that. Uh, Doesn't always have to be a Panthers cheerleader. Although we do appreciate him. The best photo of the day so far was Michelle Beisner in that lingerie. <laughs> you know, it's fun. Eh, I don't want to get into it. Let's just keep going with these emails. You do want to get into it. It's funny. All these female reporters claim, you know, there was this big controversy last week with this Jack Wagon from San Francisco, this radio host who says women ruin sports, which I totally disagree with. I, I have a lot of respect for uh, female reporters that know what they're talking about. Um, but you can't claim sexism and, and sexism in the industry and then go pose in lingerie. That That's negating. It's a contradiction. So either leave your clothes on or and, and you take your job seriously or, you know, take your clothes off and don't get taken seriously. Those are the two options you have. So, you know, Michelle Beiser is posting in lingerie. It's, it's kind of like, well, am I supposed to take you as a sex symbol? Or am I supposed to take your opinion seriously? It's, it's tough to make, you know, that separation when they're shoving their gorgeous bodies in our faces. I hear you. That's all. That's all I wanted to say about that. All right. Close the book on that for a second. Yes, okay. Next one is from Fabrizio, Bill. Hey. He says, hey, paisans. That's my paisan there. What was a man going to do? I'm busting <laughs> my it. hump trying to decide. That's what he I love he it says. that he types in the Italian accent. It's, was it's a, great. Um, he says, was a, a man going to do? That's what he I types. Don't, I don't Sorry. even have his email here. What? No. You don't, don't have, have it? it? No. That's oh, classic. All right, go on. Oh, I found it. I found it. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Trying to bust my hump trying to decide. <laughs> you like this? So good. It's good. What's a man uh, going to do? I know. What's a man going to do? All right. Kobe Fleener for tonight or Vernon Uncertain Davis? That's tough, man. <sighs> you know, that's tough because we don't know if Davis is going to play. My guess is he plays. And I think you go with Davis over Colby Fleener. Hopefully, you get you can try to find a replacement if uh, if Davis is, ends up being active. Uh, all right. Would you if if you had the choice at the flex, would you put in Fleener or Harry Douglas? Harry TPR. Douglas. Harry Douglas. Okay. 
12 team PPR. Forget about it. That's right. Uh, and then he has a list of, as he says, soldiers for week 11. Am I the only one that's getting that buzzing in my headphones? Do you get that too? Are you getting that right now? Or is that just me? That's just you. Oh, damn it. It's so annoying. <laughs> it is so annoying. I don't know what the heck it is, but it's annoying. All right, you keep want me to going. unplug and plug back in the call screener again? Nah, no. No, I don't, don't. I don't think it's the call screener. I think it's just my headphones. Uh, suck it up for 12 more minutes. I know. I don't take good care of these things. I probably should. Uh, all right, Bill. At, uh, I spike them. I spike them during the breaks. Take a look at uh, our Paisans uh, soldiers for week 11. Do you have anything you should change? Uh, the players in red are are the guys he's going with. Yes. Those are his soldiers. Yes. I, li- I like the soldiers this week. I think uh, they're all good. Who would you flex this week, Bill? C- uh, Chris Johnson or Geo? Is this the same same lineup? This is a different question. This is uh, oh, okay. Jeff H. from Moses Lake, oh. Washington. Okay. Uh, um, CJ or Geo in a non-PPR, I would probably flex CJ. Okay. A wide receiver pick two for Jeff H. Decker, Torrey Smith, Josh Gordon. Non-PPR, I'm going to go with Torrey Smith and Josh Gordon. Moving on. A question from Rob P., Bill. Who would you start tonight? Uh it's blank. T.Y. Hilton or VJX? Oh, the, the question's in the subject. Um, I'm, I'm going – didn't we – we think we went through this already. Well, we're rapid firing. We're answering him again. <laughs> VJX. Let's, th- let's take Justin in Boston real quick. He's on the line with us. Okay. Uh, what's up, Justin? Hey, how's it going, guys? It's going uh, great, yeah, man. What do you got for us? Question. Okay. I also have a flex question. My uh, oh. defense, currently I'm without a defense this week. Who would you recommend for week 11? Uh, the Chargers? Packers, Patriots, Jets, or Broncos? Chargers, Packers, Patriots, Jets, or Broncos. I like the Jets matchup. Yeah, that's who's available, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. for the flex, um, who would you go with? T.Y. Uh, Hilton, uh, Spiller, Le'Veon Bell, Green, or uh, Larry Fitzgerald? It's between Bell and, and Hilton for me. Who are your running backs that, that you're not starting Le'Veon Bell? Um, my other running backs I have are Matt Forte, Reggie Bush. Oh, nice. And who are your wide receivers that you're not starting Hilton? What's that? Who are your wide receivers that Hilton is an option for the flex and not and Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, my other two uh, that are, I'm sorry, this week are uh, Antonio Brown and uh, Vincent Jackson. Ooh, kill him. Um... Hilton or Bell, Todd? I mean, I'm, I'm leaning toward Bell here. Playing against the Over Lions. Hilton? Over what Hilton. What are we in? It's, um, it's not a TPR, but it is for, for receptions. It is uh, Every five receptions is at one point. Every five receptions is one point. That kind of stinks. Um, uh, Bell, yeah, I, I, I like Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, yeah I do. Bell. Oh, nice. Okay. And for the defense, did you say the Chargers? We said the Jets. Jets. The Jets, Justin, the Jets. Oh, the Jets, okay, I'm sorry. There's a little bit of delay here, I'm sorry. No There's problem. no delay on the phone. All right, have a good one. What is this, 1920? Alexander Graham Bell just invented it? There's a delay? Hey, sorry. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Justin. You always crack me up every time you call it. What's going on? A delay on the phone. Still, there is a delay. 
What's that? It's unthawing from this time in the freezer. Oh, it's unthawing, yeah. <laughs> All right, we got Good another stuff. question. Good stuff from Justin. Back to the emails, Bill. We, we got another one from Mike D., I Are we going to get to all these emails? I'll tell you. There's a lot of them There's today. 13 left, and we got like eight minutes, so we got to right. really hustle. All right. Gonzo has him worried, so he's looking for someone potentially this week and going forward. Which of these tight ends would you target in a full-point PPR league? Ready for these options? Hausler, Pettigrew, Carlson, Lewis, Winslow, Winslow, Zach Miller. Either Pettigrew or Carlson, and I like Pettigrew's offense a little bit better. But I, 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 I still like Tony Gonzalez better than all of them. Totally agree. Uh, all right. The next one, Bill, is Skip from it. TDT Frank. I'll let you handle this one. Nah, I, don't, I don't even know what he's talking about here. I'm just skipping it. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, the next one's from Thomas. Another one from Thomas. Did you get this one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you addressed that one. What's happening with these emails? One of the reasons I don't add greeting or that my stuff is compressed is because weeks ago you mentioned limiting email to 14 words. So, okay, what should be limited to? By the way, I love the show. That's fine if you're going to do 14-word limit, which we were clearly joking about. But if you're going to do a 14-word limit, then make sure it's a 14-word limit because your last email was way over 14 words. Yeah, we, we were kidding about the 14-word limit. We were very. We were, we were only joking. We just like we just we just like concise emails that we can easily answer. That's correct. Like this one from Lou Catch Twenty Two. Half point PPR. Dennis Pitta is he worth stashing for the playoffs? Bill Dennis Pitta. No. Okay. Um, defense better play this week. Packers against the Giants. Bills against the Jets. Or Tennessee against the Colts. Uh, Packers versus the Giants. Okay. Full point PPR, pick two running backs, Bill. Okay. okay. LaShawn yeah. McCoy, Geo, Ben Tate. LaShawn McCoy, Geo, or Ben Tate in the full point PPR. Uh, I'm leaving Ben Tate on the bench. Pick three wide receivers Keenan Allen, Percy Harvin, Riley Cooper, Cecil Shorts, Ruben Randall, or Onobo. Allen, Cooper, in, the, in either Randall or Cecil, I'm going to go with Shorts. Okay. Pick a tight end. Gronk. That's Pick a defense, a Ravens over Titans, right? Gronk or Gates? Like, is that even a question? Should I no, not answer that so Gronk. quickly? No, it's Gronk. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next one is from Michael in Gahana, Ohio. Okay. Thanks, guys. Love your show and everything you do on FF Champs. Long time FFC client. Thank you, Mike. We appreciate that. 12-team non-PPR redraft. He's currently 5-5, five and five and he's playing the number one team, Bill. We need to give him some help. Let's take this guy down. Yes. Pick one running back, Bill. Le'Veon Bell or Gio Bernard? Gio. Pick one wide receiver. Dobson or Boykins? Oh, boy. Non-PPR. I guess go with Dobson. Rest of the way. Do I drop Denver or Floyd for Roddy White? No. Michael Floyd? Yeah, I guess it's Michael Floyd. Yeah, drop Michael Floyd for Roddy White. I have no problem doing that. I think he's got a sprained AC joint. Okay. Yeah. Uh, where are we next, Bill? That buzzing is only in my headphones, huh? I can't get can't can't get uh 
<laughs> you to you to commit to you, you're hearing it too. Uh, I hear no buzzing in my ear. Oh, you're so lucky. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> it's this, so this bad. This has been one of the weirdest technical shows of all time. Yeah, that's all right. All timer. Uh, all right, the next one is from Richard. I need one running back to pair with AP in a, P- in a PPR bill. Would you do Woodhead, Ryan Matthews, or Sproles? Uh, PPR Woodhead. Need two wide receivers. Josh Gordon, Percy Harvin, Richard Matthews, Mike Brown. Oh, boy. PPR. Gordon's in. Yeah, Gordon's in. I don't know if Harvin's going to play, but I kind of like him better than Matthews and Brown. Right? Even without seeing Harvin play at all, his talent alone gets him in over Rashad Matthews and Mike Brown. It does. Yeah, those are bad options. Uh, Roll the dice on Harvin and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Next one is from Steve. Would you trade Adrian Peterson and Marquise Colston for Calvin Johnson and Stephen Ridley? A lot of trade questions, huh? Would you trade Adrian Peters and Marquise Colson for Calvin Johnson? Yeah, I, I kind of would trade him. I, I would trade Peterson and Colson for Johnson and Ridley. I, I think so? Yeah, I would make that move. Okay. Yeah. So the next one's from Matt. Who do I start in the flex, Bill? And there's a lot of options here. Ridley, MJD, Emmanuel Sanders, Cecil Shorts, Percy Harvin. Ridley, even though I don't like the matchup, maybe he gets a couple goal line carries. Okay. Uh, next one is from Space Rangers to infinity and beyond. He says. That's right. I like the Space Rangers. Uh, full point PPR. Pick three for this week, Bill. Roddy White, Harry Douglas, Riley Cooper, Torrey Smith, Jordy Nelson. Pick three of these guys, huh? Um, Harry Douglas, Torrey Smith, and Jordy Nelson. All right, he's in first place, and he scored the most points in his league. It Rangers. just it burns me not to play Riley Cooper because I know he's been on fire. So would you put in Riley Cooper over Jordy Nelson, Todd, or Harry Douglas? I just don't know if I can make a move like that. That's tough. It's not Roddy White. Uh, you know, Harry Douglas in PPR has been really good. Um, Tor. Torrey Smith has been just okay. Jordy Nelson's just been okay. Riley Riley Cooper's been great. But he's only catching three passes, four passes a game. They just happen to be for touchdowns and 80-yard bombs. I know. And th- and if there's any week that he'll do it, he'll do it against the Redskins. Then put him in. All right, so Cooper, ne- Smith, and Nelson. Bench Harry Douglas. I'm Bench sick of, the, sick of the Falcons. He's out. He's out. Uh, last question that I have, unless I'm missing one here, Bill, is from Toasty Dosty again. Ravens defense or Giants defense? Uh, Ravens. Uh, let me check the rankings. Mike Leach does such a great job. He's actually ranked in like the top ten, I think, fantasy pros for defense. Um, Ravens or Giants? I'm going to go with Ravens. Ravens. Okay. Yeah. Did I miss any emails, Bill? No, you did not. You did a great job. Good thing you're on top of your game with that because I get lost. It is very difficult to track these emails. So I know. I appreciate everyone. It, pretty good job today. Most of the emails were pretty short and to the point. Yes. It, it's a, it's tough, especially when Bill has you know noises in his ear. Uh, apparently, they're just in my imagination. 
I don't know how it's possible. Is it, what else do we have to get to, Bill? We have about a minute. Um, I, I think we're good. You know, I, I, I do want to thank our producer, Josh Deering, today. He did an excellent job uh, keeping us on air. It's been an adventure over here, i got to say. Everything's working fine now, though? Well, it's, it's working. Let's just put it that way. Got okay. some, uh, some uh, short-term fixes going on, some chewing gum coat hangers, safety pins, car <laughs> batteries, whatever we can find in here. Mm. It's all <laughs> coming together, keeping it on air. All right. As long as we keep, uh, as long as we're able to broadcast every Tuesday and Thursday, all of our people at Football Nation and FFChamps.com will be very happy. Going to have to get some hamster wheels in here for the next show. Oh, God. <laughs> keep it running. All right, Bill. I'm going to put you on the spot. What's the score of tonight's game? Colts, Titans. 24-14, Colts. Kansas City at Denver, Sunday night. 28-24, Broncos. New England at Carolina. 21-17, Patriots. Whoa. like it. Yeah, there you go. Okay. What, do you, what do you got for those games? Uh, tonight, I have no idea other than the Colts are going to win. Okay. No idea. It's a Thursday night debacle. Right? We hate it. Yep, hate it. we hate it. Uh, I do think Denver wins against Kansas City. And I'm I really – an eight-point spread is really yeah, it's, right on point. I, uh, I do think that they win by at least a touchdown. Okay. I had a little closer than that. Uh, I'm going to say – I'm going to say – you know what? I'm going to say 27-17. I think they cover it. Okay. All right. I wouldn't bet it, but I just have a feeling they're going to kind of shut up the Chiefs for a while. We both have the Broncos scoring under 30 points for the second week in a row. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. Interesting. And then I have uh, – I think the Patriots do beat Carolina in a close one. I like your score. I think it's pretty close. Uh, yeah. 21-17. Uh, something like that. I think that they okay. win uh, somewhere around that, that type of score. So I'm kind of with you there. Good stuff. We're excited for this weekend, at least the primetime games. Uh, hopefully everyone wins their fantasy matchups. I want to thank all of our callers, all of our listeners, all of our emailers. Uh, you can continue to hit us up on Twitter throughout the weekend at FFChamps, at FBallNation. Uh, great job today by our producer, Josh Deering, for keeping us on air. Uh, for Todd DeVries, I'm Bill Enright. Best of luck in your matchups in Week 11. Football, football, and more football at FootballNation.com.